And welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. Lifestyles. Make sure you guys subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Jonathan, you know this already because you've done it before. Jazz hands, mofo. Jazz hands. Come on. Let's see it. Don't even try to get out. Oh, okay. Well, fine. I understand what that means. We are. (laughs) What's not into it? Yeah. It's not into jazz. We are live. I hope you guys have, um, you know, Jonathan, I don't know if you have big girl panties from Arms List with the Arms List on there. If you don't, you might want to, you know, do some of that for merchandising. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 504, 504 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Uh, tonight, my special guest is this gentleman. Oh, he didn't mute. He didn't mute his stuff over there. It's fixed. Jonathan Gibbon. Arms list, right? I got that right. I didn't didn't mess anything up. Yeah, there you go. He's joining us. Um, we're gonna kind of we're gonna have this conversation about um, we're gonna have this conversation about social media, the discrimination that's going on in social media right now, all the uh, pro two A guys that are being deplatformed and suppressed on all different kinds of social media. Um, you know this uniquely because arms list is one. I think you know it's up there. What at least top five, right? Of uh, platforms altogether in the gun world. Uh, I would think. I don't know the exact number of traffic, but we're definitely one of the most visible ones, one of the most ones that gets the most hate from the gun grabbers. Yes, exactly. You guys have had to go to court, do all kinds of stuff. How far up in courts did you go? Did you get up to the Supreme Court? Did you have to go yep. that far yet? Oh, see. Yep. Yeah, so if you guys aren't aware of that, we have the owner of Arms List joining us, right? You're the are you the only owner? Do you have partners? Uh I'm the majority owner. Okay. All right. So there you go. The man, the myth, the legend. Jonathan's here. He's joining us. He's been on before, but tonight we were saying let's talk specifically about what's happening with the platforms. Stuff has happened to us uh most recently, uh Facebook has kicked um completely deleted our fan page we've been fighting for over a week to get it back doesn't look good doesn't look like we're actually going to get it back but we're still fighting you've gone through before it happened to us that happened to you right well i think it's been almost a year now that we lost our youtube channel overnight it just disappeared um had to fight for like a month to get it back you know the view counts have been pretty crap since then and a month of Mm -hmm. being gone is not good for your channel i think you could Mm -hmm. know that Mm -hmm. more recently our Facebook and Instagram both disappeared uh, with no warning the same day or the day after uh, this one, uh, I think it was The Verge, wrote a real hit piece about how armsless is, you know, oh, look at all these criminals that use arms list. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, when 100,000 people a day are on your website, yeah, mm-hmm. a couple shit bags slip through. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, just to clarify the Supreme Court thing, the uh, plaintiff kept appealing obviously and they're funded by the brady campaign who was actively involved in the lawsuits they got to the supreme court and the supreme court denied cert which is to say they said no that that last decision's fine we're not going to you know we're not even going to listen to it because there's nothing wrong with the previous decision Mm -hmm. okay all right yeah we're going to get deep into all of this here if you guys have questions we'll probably field a couple of questions i know there's some specific stuff that jonathan wants to talk about i want to talk about we've been trying to keep ourselves from talking about this behind the scenes so you guys don't miss out on that Uh, i'm going to ask everyone watching to smash the thumbs ups we appreciate that um show some love to walther firearms the sponsor of uh, the podcast tonight maker of fine firearms shout out to the walter guys the walther Guys, I got to put the H on it, the TH. 
You know, you got to put that Walther in there. Uh, I get it mixed up because Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms is also on here as well. But anyway, shout out to those guys. Thanks very much. We appreciate them uh, supporting us the way that they do. It's pretty cool. Um, shout out to everyone out there to to save time and all that. I'm not going to get into specific shout outs. I just want to get into this conversation. Uh, you know, whenever we get together to talk, man, it gets pretty uh, deep. So I expect all that to happen. Um, so let's start this off. You you got kicked off. Uh, well, how long? It was before SHOT Show. Before SHOT Show. About and a recently, week? A week before uh, SHOT Show? Just about, yeah. That article came out right before SHOT Show. So okay. it, in a way, it actually made my SHOT Show a little easier. I didn't have to worry about posting stuff on Instagram or Facebook. <laughs> uh, you know, so you're not kind of stressing out like, oh, what, what do I take a picture of? What do I right. post? Right. There mm-hmm. was nothing to do. Um, so, yeah, that happened right before SHOT Show. It, Facebook's still down, still gone. And where that one got even shadier is I don't know when this happened because I don't really use messenger messenger because mm-hmm. i know it's 100 percent uh just a spying app mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you post a link to arms list in messenger to one of your friends like hey check out this gun that's for sale uh those get blocked they won't go through really? and i posted a screenshot that one of my friends sent to me said hey i can't i can't even talk about your website to my son it keeps blocking the link and mm-hmm. uh he sent me a screenshot and i put it on our instagram since that is kind of working right now i am able to so your instagram's back up the the old one that you had same page it brought okay. in my old posts i still have my subscribers the downside mm-hmm. is i can't type captions i can't respond i can't type any kind of uh messages so when people are like hey you know good job what's up with this i'm like sorry i'm gonna have to just post again um so i've had to put up some you know they're not your best posts so you put the text over top of the thing like you're like you're a <clears throat> half, you know, uh, second rate meme maker, but, mm-hmm. uh, that's the only way to get the words out on the page. So that's what I do. Uh, okay. so if you check the Instagram now, you'll see, I'll pull it up too. So I'm not speaking, uh, out of, yeah, out of turn I can, here. I can throw it up here. So you've got like 26,000 followers, right? That's the right one. Yes, that's it. 26.3, okay. I believe at last count. Okay. And and then where is this post that you're talking about? That's it's probably in the last three days because I've only had it up for about three days. Okay. So Anyone we, else we, have this problem on Facebook Messenger? Yeah. Message could not be sent. Tap for details. So if you guys could see that there. So that person's trying to uh, put up the armslist.com link and it's ghosting it. That's on Messenger, right? That that's is on, Messenger, yeah. Messenger, so so right. you just, you're going to have to text those links to your friends for now while we you know get mm-hmm. them to play, play fair. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So has um so has has Facebook done that to anyone else? I don't know. I'm sh- I'm sure they have. Uh, but I don't have any evidence of it. So. Okay. So what? Because I'm going to try to comp- compartmentalize these because there's two things: Facebook and uh, of course Instagram. Although they both belong to Facebook, what was the reason for them taking down the Facebook? Do you know? I believe I got some kind of a message about violating the terms. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's weird cause those, I would go back to look at my notifications. It was gone. Okay. So I don't, I don't have any permanent, uh, messages about that at all. And then it got it worse the other day, yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, we're working and all of a sudden, uh, me and a couple other people managed the page, got these notifications that they took down this other page everyone called torque list, which is a car page out of the blue on the Facebook. Same reason. Yeah. Okay. Even though it's just car stuff, we don't ever do anything to do with guns and it, it clearly, Oh, I forgot this. I got a 30-day personal ban right before 
they mm-hmm. disappeared the armsless Facebook page, and I'm still on a third day personal ban, so I can't even fill out the forms to appeal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're not the only ones going through this. I think there's lots of people going through this right now on Facebook. I know that I don't even have access to the podcast Facebook page. I don't have access to my uh, car Facebook thing, which is called Stranger Palooza, because that's what the YouTube channel is called, right? I don't even have access to that since they deleted the page. Lola and Babyface did have access, but now they don't. They put Babyface on a ban, and then they put Lola on a ban after that. There's a lot of stuff like that going on. So I think right now there's some kind of purge or whatever you want to call it going through Facebook. Um, how there, we, there definitely uh, is a purge because we've talked mm-hmm. to a couple people, and in a weird way, you know, the more they try to beat us down, it, in, in some other way it helps us because mm-hmm. uh, they were taking a lot of ad dollars from a lot of ad- – Gun companies, holster companies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would always say, you know, you're giving money to people that are actively trying to suppress the Second Amendment and people that support it. Mm-hmm. And they're now purging that too. Like mm-hmm. people come to us and be like, hey, I need to buy some ads, keep keep the business going because they're not taking my ad campaigns anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so a lot. Way, that forces them to buy from Second Amendment people. Right, right. There's a lot going on. Um, uh, before I get into that, okay, so with Facebook – How'd you get it back up? Oh, you don't have it back up, actually. No, no. no. you don't have it back up. Instagram, I just kept trying to log in and trying to log in. You know, and you hit the button that says this is a mistake. You know, this is. A, and one day I got in, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm in." And then I, I typed a picture of George Costanza saying, "We're back, baby," because he did mm-hmm. that in some episode. I forget what. And I mm-hmm. typed this whole long thing. And I hate Instagram personally because mm-hmm. you have to do you have to do everything on your phone. It's annoying. Okay. You know, when, when you run a business, you spend most time at your desktop. Uh. But uh, I, I typed this long thing explaining, hey, you know, we don't know what happened. We're mm-hmm. back, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it, it came up with none of the text, the whole paragraph. I, <laughs> so I went in to edit and, like, type it again. And, it, again, it said that comment you typed cannot be posted something, something, something. So I was like, forget that. I'm not so you're, you're kind of back on Instagram with a glitch. Cause, so have you yeah. – did you try to talk major. to anyone? Did you – you know, it was – was there anyone advocating on your behalf? I mean, I don't know like if that? you have any better luck than I do, but when I reach out to YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, I get nothing back. Mm-hmm. You know, I fill out all the forms, ask the questions. It's almost impossible to get a phone number at either one of those places. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty much the same thing for us. Usually what we try to do, if we can, is is have maybe some third parties reach out to them. So we've got different people that are tr- – so, for example, there's different folks trying to talk to Facebook we haven't had any kind of luck with that. Um, I know with our Facebook page, they were saying that we were trying to sell guns. We don't sell guns on uh, social media at all. Neither do I. We, we, do, we do share deals and things like that. If some company that's up there has a deal or something like, oh, these guys have a good deal or that thing going on, uh, which to my knowledge is not against their terms of service. But, you know, whoever's looking at these things can interpret whatever rules they have however they want to. Um, and there's a lot of weird things. While my page was down, I got about 20, um, what is it called? Like, uh, you know, when you get a copyright strike, I got about 20 of those copyright strikes. from. I company. saw that post you posted. They just came in like a, uh, yeah. just a bunch of them all at once. And they're bullshit because you use your own music. Yeah, I do. And then I found out that that company basically had some kind of glitch in their software that goes out there and hits everyone. So what that company is... They're a company that people – they allow people to use the music as long as you're signed up. But if you're not signed up anymore, now you've lost your rights to use the music. That's why I don't do that. That's why I make my own stuff. 
Well, why were they hitting you? Are they just essentially copyright trolls? Yeah. Basically, they have some kind of software set up to just go out and hit everyone, and it just hit me for whatever reason. Doesn't you know? It, it still yeah, doesn't make right. any kind of sense to me why it would hit me because I'm not signed up for that company. I don't use their stuff. I make all my own stuff. The music that I use is is really old. Lola's always like, oh, when are you going to make new music? And uh, one, I'm busy. But two, I always tell her, well, I could always go back and prove that I had, I was using that track in 2013. You know, so that's the reason why I'm hesitant to put up new stuff. Obviously, I use samples, but I don't, I buy samples. So every time I buy them, they're cleared. Yeah, so. but in the meantime, when you're trying to prove it, they've already demonetized you, given you a strike, giving you whatever else. It's mm-hmm. like you're guilty until proven innocent in their system. And that's how all of the social media is right now. Yeah, and I think there's definitely something happening right now. Um, Guns and Gear said that Mrs. Guns and Gear Facebook page taken down, can't get it back. Um, he's also been put on a 30-day or some whatever that is um, kind of thing. There's lots of stuff going on right now. Um it's interesting. Okay, so the the Instagram is back, but you didn't do anything specific to get it back. Did they send you any email about it coming back? No, or? nothing. Uh, so what somebody told me is keep hitting the same button because that puts a message in their system, and someone different mm-hmm. probably sees it every time because they have a pretty big mm-hmm. team. So mm-hmm. by the you know that was how they got their page back. They said I just kept trying to log in, do it, do it, do it, and eventually get someone that is either sympathetic to the Second Amendment or just at least not hostile to it, and mm-hmm. they will give you your channel back or your Instagram page. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's interesting. So, so you're on some kind of next level shadow band that I've never seen anyone. Cause I know on Instagram shadow bands, people without a doubt. Oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on another level of that because you have your page back. You could post things there. You, you can't really respond to people. You can't, uh, I can like their comment and I can post an image and that's it. Yeah, so <laughs> um, it, it's really weird what's happening. And then you said you, you also, this happened to you on YouTube, I think like, I don't know, what, two and a half years ago? Or yeah, three we managed to get that back, but it was mm-hmm. a long process. And it, it, I don't want to say the YouTube channel is useless or anything like that, mm-hmm. because I, I, I'm not really a YouTube. We just are a website that has a YouTube. Mm-hmm. So we're a lot different than guys that their main role is being a YouTube personality. But mm-hmm. it certainly has not helped. It, the performance has gone down. Interest level has mm-hmm. gone down. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. less views and post stuff. Right, yeah. Even less than before. Right. So I I feel like three years ago, I think it was, we got our YouTube page um, deleted and we got that page back. Um, Because of everything happening, we started this separate page for the podcast because the podcast was one of the things I think, I guess YouTube has a three strikes. We got a strike with the podcast where they actually pulled us off air while we were live on air. What was the strike? Um, it, we were talking about if you remember back when uh, Trump made the uh, shithole comment. Remember that? That was great. Yeah. We were so we were having a discussion about that, um, and I don't know whether or not we got reported or whatever it was, but yeah, we got pulled off while we were live on air. We got a strike, and then I had no access to that video. Then about two weeks later, I woke up in the morning with people, other uh, content creators sending me messages that YouTube was going around and giving people strikes for any videos I had to do with bullpups. And I have a lot of bullpups and I have a lot of bullpup videos. So before I can even do anything, I saw strikes going through. And so we hit like three strikes, they pull the page down. You know, um, and so we fought that and we eventually got everything back, even the shithole video. 
that I had no access to. And so it's just those. hugely inconsistent, and it's yeah. it's totally selective enforcement of these rules. And right. first of all, the rules don't even make sense. Like just because some person inside YouTube was like, yeah, I don't like bullpups. We're going to go give strikes to people with bullpup videos. Yeah, well, there, there's things like that that happens. I mean now – so now at this point, um, even though I've got both YouTube channels up and going, I'm pretty sure that there's – so first of all, right now, if you're not actually, if you don't ring the bell for someone, when that person puts up videos, you're not going to get notified. So that's why you'll see everyone saying, hey, you know, ring the bell. It's a totally annoying. I hate saying it myself. The reason for it is that if I post a video on this channel, on my YouTube channel, and you didn't, I have 90 something thousand subscribers over there, right? If I post a video... Only the people who rang the bell are going to see that video within like 24, 48 hours. Everyone else, yep. it could be weeks before YouTube's going to spit that video out to them, even if they're subscribed. But you're, but you, but the algorithm's going to judge you based on what you're able to do within that 24 to 48 hours. So, mm -hmm. it, so having 90,000, that's not the percentage of who's actually who rang the bell and who's going to look at that video is lower so it usually doesn't overcome the gravity of the algorithm versus someone let's say that has a million subscribers and they can get maybe 20 30,000 views of that video then they could overcome that so we're we're going through that over there and then over here it's um i i, I think there's something else going on because you know, um, it seems to me like the audience is really suppressed over here. Even when we switched over and we were uh, putting up the podcast, we would sometimes get 10, 20,000 views uh, on a video. Now we don't get anywhere near that. Um, and we have, you know, we don't have as many people subscribed, obviously, over here. But sometimes we have some big folks that come on and that in the past they would have driven a lot of traffic and all that. Just, you know. We, we don't get the same thing over here, which let, which tells me that there's all kinds of other suppression going on. Um, every time we put up a video, they demonetize it. When they demonetize a video, it's not really about the money. It's that they're not making money off of it. So it's very difficult to find that video. If a video is demonetized, you can't search and find it. Well, you mentioned demonetization. The interesting thing about that is our page, our YouTube was fully demonetized for a while mm -hmm. after we got it back. And uh, it was kind of like you you'd get a bunch of messages. Some of them were about music that was totally not uh, mm -hmm. from anyone that had any rights to it. Because the only ones I'll ever use are ones that are free for whatever you want to use, like mm -hmm. either from YouTube or some other provider. Mm -hmm. No license, no attribution required. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they would get hit. And I was like, what the hell? So right after that, fully demonetized. Then I got that back. Mm -hmm. Then I found out while we were demonetized though, before I got it back, they're still running ads on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So YouTube's <laughs> making money, mm -hmm. but you're not. Yeah. Which is really pretty, pretty sketchy. There's weird things going on. So in terms of getting hit by the copyright strikes, I got hit recently for copyright strike. And now YouTube tells you exactly where it is in the video. And I went to that part of the video, and there's no sounds except gunshots. There's no sounds at all. No. So literally, some, no, gunshots. So someone was trying to claim oh, gunshots. No music. Yeah. No music, but someone was trying to claim that the gunshots in my video were their gunshots. Live recorded gunshots. Yes. Not, not yeah. audio track dubbed over. Yeah. So I was, you know, I responded to that where I said, hey, there's no way in hell. This is like you just said, this is live recorded audio of gunshots that 100% belongs to us. 
and then whoever it was dropped it. So one of the problems that we have outside of whatever is happening uh, with all these platforms and what they're doing to it's a very deliberate thing, I think, that they're doing. But outside of that, you have companies that are strictly out there now making copyright claims, just trying to get money. Because what happens is if that copyright claim goes through, then whatever monetization exists for that video, YouTube sends it to those people. Yeah. It's really so, just death by a thousand cuts, even yeah. if they they are completely unjust. Yeah. And they're they're abusing their own rules to do it. They don't care. Yeah. So without a doubt, I think we're both going through that. Here's the thing that I want to talk about. A um, couple of things, right? And and um, I'll you know I'll let folks out there um, you know ask us questions if they want to. But I think we, we could probably easily get into a lot of things and maybe answer their questions. One, why is this happening? You know. Two, is it legal? Is it fair? You know, and um, and three, what should we do about it? Because, we, you know, we could spend a lot of time going, hey, this is horrible. It's not legal. It's not fair. But what should we do about what's happening? So you want to what do you think all this stuff's happening right now? Why? Uh, yeah. Because there's people that that despise the Second Amendment because mm-hmm. they either despise liberty or they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. OK, That's OK. Why. Okay, I think I would agree with that. I would say on top of that, what's happening is that the people who own these platforms or who control the platforms or who are even working there, a lot of times the people all the way on the top, uh, are, they might put out policies, right? But then the people below them and below those people are the ones who are abusing these policies because well, me, of their own me, feelings. Let me dive into that a little bit mm-hmm. while we're on the subject because most of this stuff, and I, I'm going to lay out a whole bunch of constitutional law tonight. So mm-hmm. if you're you're easily bored, you might mm-hmm. get a little bored, but this is important stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a large company and the people at the top have no knowledge that some low-level hiring manager is a racist and he's not mm-hmm. hiring people on the basis of race, mm-hmm. it's still wrong. Mm-hmm. The company is still the one that wronged that person. Mm-hmm. I mean the individual wronged them as well, but right. the individual did it on behalf of the company. Right. It doesn't, so you're no, saying it no doesn't indemnify the company from – Not that. in the least. Right. Not okay. in the least. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go just this. Most of this goes back to a case from 1946. OK. It was called Marsh v. Alabama. Mm-hmm. It turned out some of these sidewalks that were used, the people in the town were owned by a private company. OK. Um, and something to do with picketing or passing out religious materials. I, I don't remember the specific details, but the the outcome of the case was very specific. And they said that because it was part of the public space that was commonly used, mm-hmm. that you get the same restrictions applied to you that the government does, mm-hmm. you know, generally speaking. So uh, the private side violated the First Amendment when they prevented the distribution of religious materials. There you go. I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it violated the, both the First and the Fourteenth Amendment. Okay. And what we're seeing here isn't really that much different, right? This is the public space. This is where people get together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if it was a different group that was more well-loved by the left or the SJ people or anything else – this would be on the radar. They would be working to fix it. But mm-hmm. because they have a common dislike of people like you and me that uh, not only uh, like the Second Amendment and enjoy guns on our own time, but we actually actively uh, put out messages that are that are supportive of the Second Amendment and other supporters. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening here. And that's why we're getting no attention because all, the people have a pretty well-shared political view. You mm-hmm. know, They may not agree on everything, but they all hate us. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, so, so so basically what you're saying here is that this is discrimination, plain and simple. It's happened in the past. We've plain had lots. Yeah, it's it, we we've dealt with that in America in the past, but people aren't dealing with it today because you know this doesn't seem like a sexy, exciting version of dis- discrimination. Um, if it was discrimination because because of someone of their their gender choice or. You know, uh, it could be race or yeah, the, the left you know, is, is something very else much like that. Be, some of those other issues, unlike yeah. the Second Amendment. Right. If it was a certain religion, I don't think they're really worried about every religion out there. But certain religions, they don't. You know, if you if you go after that, then they're like, hey, someone's got to step in here and do something about it. But because, and I think the reason why this comes up is a lot, or why you're making this point is a lot of people, even in the gun community, when we have these conversations, they go, "What do you guys want?" There's, these are private companies. They could do whatever they want to do, right? And that's false. And we and we we say wrong. it. We say People it sometimes. I've said it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but you're you're wrong mm-hmm. because private companies. Let me give you a good case here. Mm-hmm. In 1964, Congress passed the Civil Rights Act, mm-hmm. and there was a guy running a motel, I believe, Heart of Atlanta Motel Inc. Mm-hmm. versus United States. He said. You don't have the authority to pass a law that forces me to let black people stay in my property, my okay. business. Mm-hmm. And they said— This was in what, 48, you said? 64. It was a little 64, after okay. Uh, All right. Marshfield, Alabama, the, the privately owned sidewalks with the religious materials was 46. Oh, okay. So this happens in 64, right after they passed the act. Basically, a guy was still being a racist and not mm-hmm. letting black people stay. Right, so he owned a hotel— Anyone yeah, could motel. come to this a motel. Anyone could come to this motel I'm except black business, people. Except, oh, you can't come. So someone right. challenged. Uh, okay. No, he challenged the Civil Rights Act. Okay, so it's a little unique that way. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't someone that actually got discriminated against. He was literally saying, uh, "You can't make me do this." Yeah, that's an unjust and law of trying to force me. They yeah. held mm-hmm. in '64. So I mean, this is mm-hmm. 50, 60, going on seventy years ago. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, this is in basically in our parents' time. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is way back. So, mm-hmm. And they said Title II of the Civil Rights Act is about pub- public accommodations. And the reason I'm saying this is complicated, we're going to have to work it all together. I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about antitrust laws here in a minute. Mm-hmm. And it, it all ties together in a weird way that they're inextricable and it's mm-hmm. u- utterly unique because mm-hmm. technology always moves faster than the law can keep up. Mm-hmm. That's always happened and it probably always will. Mm-hmm. Um, but what that means is – just because something's happening right now doesn't mean it isn't going to be determined to be completely unlawful, illegal, and unconstitutional when the Supreme Court, or at least even a federal circuit, gets their hands on it. Right. And so anyway, he says, I don't want to let black people stay in my motel. They come back and they said, uh, the Title II is about public accommodations. You're not allowed to outlaw uh, – no, I'm sorry. You, it outlaws the discrimination based on race, religion, and national origin in all – public accommodations engaged in interstate commerce. So the inter- commerce clause they use to regulate everything, which sometimes is really bad for us, but whatever. Mm-hmm. The point is a website is generally speaking in- involved in interstate commerce. But right. But at that time, at that time, there weren't a website, so they're yeah, not. But that didn't exist. So yeah. they, they weren't thinking forward to that. Right. Now, what's important, because this probably will come into play, mm-hmm. is that private clubs were given an exemption from this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of vague and the language is a little weird, but essentially if black people want to have a club, they don't want to invite white people. If it's a private club, it's not mm-hmm. the same as public accommodation. And, and it is the distinction under the law. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and just this, like a lot of th- that's clubs, still in it. didn't allow women, you right. know, a lot of people think it's distasteful, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not directly illegal. Uh, federally, anyway, there may be some local places that right. tried to say that because the um, the because the the implication of it is 
that this club set up was already set up for specific people. So it was set up as a men's club or women's club. Yeah. I, when I was a kid in the 80s, I worked at a, a Jewish uh, golf club, actually, that didn't let anyone who wasn't oh, They didn't let Jewish. blacks and Italians at no, that club. No, you could work um, there. You could yeah. work there. <laughs> you couldn't be a member. You couldn't but be a the, member. No, no, sir. The important legal distinction is not really the way it was set up. Right. Uh, it's, it's about the fact that a, a private club, Mm-hmm. By virtue of being private, invite only, we only right. want, isn't really engaged in interstate commerce. Mm-hmm. And the only the, then that's the see the commerce clause is the argument they use to apply First Amendment, which only bars the government mm-hmm. from restricting your First Amendment right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bar private companies. Mm-hmm. But once you're either part of the public, you know, forum, public square, mm-hmm. town square, whatever they call it, or you're offering public accommodations. Now you get those same restrictions placed on you that the government has on them. Right. Yeah. And the First Amendment, the Fourteenth Amendment, and interestingly enough, we haven't seen one with the Second Amendment and the Fourteenth Amendment. But trust me, that one is coming. We mm-hmm. will see what happens. But what they're doing here, it is wrong. We all know it's wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure most of them know it's wrong, but they don't care. I absolutely, That's- I absolutely believe they know it's wrong. Here's the thing: they're looking for political cover, right? So. Um, they already started doing it, so they got to right. cover their own ass. Yeah, well, and I think that um, we're right now. So when I say political cover, let's say for example we had President Hillary, right? Don't even say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's say we had that scenario. They might feel like, oh, we've got overwhelming political cover. We could do whatever we want to these guys. Everyone thinks these gun guys are bad guys. You know, it's uh, way beyond taboo. Who cares about the Second Amendment or whatever? They're not a protected class. We can get rid of them. That's one. They don't have that. What they have is a Trump administration and and a split Congress and Senate. However, they have political cover in terms of none of the, the politics. Yeah, the media won, but also the politicians, including Republicans out there, some of them who are being discriminated against under these these same things. No one is mad enough to get up and say, what the hell's going on here? Well, and that's happening? changing. I don't know if you follow Don Jr. on Instagram, but he mm-hmm. talks about being shadow banned all the time. Mm-hmm. And he sees it happen to his because all of a sudden, you know, you're kind of growing. You get a pretty good idea of your audience and mm-hmm. how they respond, mm-hmm. even though it's digital. You see a, a severe drop in the numbers and you go, what did just all of my half of or greater than half of my fans just not going Instagram today because mm-hmm. that doesn't statistically that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. so he posts about it all the time yeah. so I think I think what happened is like a lot of things they've gone too far and now there has to be a correction there, there will be and let me let me mm-hmm. debunk a couple of the common arguments we always hear from gun people is uh, and I'm not saying don't do this right mm-hmm. don't don't use a, a separate platform to upload load your videos that's fine you're not doing mm-hmm. anything wrong but that doesn't make what they're doing okay mm-hmm. because I'm going to weave another one in here. Uh, Brown versus the Board of Education was 1954 where they desegregated the schools because mm-hmm. they said – before that, they said we have separate schools. They're separate but they're equal mm-hmm. and they said no. Separate is inherently not equal. That, mm-hmm. that is a fact. So mm-hmm. this ties us in. Now, they were talking about government-run schools, mm-hmm. right? So this, this hasn't been applied to internets that are the public square yet mm-hmm. but it's coming mm-hmm. it will happen it's a matter of time it'll probably move a little faster than it did back then mm-hmm. so they had segregated schools for a long time i don't know the exact number of time how long that happened but then brown versus board of education said no you can't do that mm-hmm. so it was in 1953 it was the law that you 
you, if you're black, you had to go to your school. And if you're white, you went to your school. Mm-hmm. Wasn't right. 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 It was illegal at the time. The courts just hadn't caught up to it yet. Okay. Okay. So that that's that's where we're living right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to roll in uh, another one. So sometimes what they'll say is, oh, Title II of the Civil Rights Act doesn't apply to you because mm-hmm. it only says you can't discriminate based on race, religion, or national origin, right? right. Mm-hmm. They're discriminating you based on the fact that you put up gun stuff. Well, here's a big difference. The, the Second Amendment is stronger legally as an argument for protection than protected class. They had to create the protected class in 1964 in the Civil Rights Act because there was nothing explicitly written in the Constitution that that described what they were doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? The Second Amendment is explicit. Yeah, it says shall not. Yeah, it says shall not be infringed. And infringement's right. not just a law banning it. An infringement is when they say you can't talk about this thing that's protected by the Constitution. It's a clear how dare violation. <laughs> There's no question about it. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. how the courts actually write it, or if Congress fixes it, mm-hmm. don't hold your breath on that, is a question that is yet to be answered. But trust me, this stuff is totally mm-hmm. wrong. It's bre- they are breaking, they are violating mm-hmm. the co- our constitutional rights mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. So um, a couple of things going on here. Someone was asking, I'm not sure in the, in the chat who it is at this point because it's scrolling through. Is there a specific uh, contract that we sign? You know, obviously we, 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 we make agreements uh, in regards to uh, the content that we're putting up there, right? Is there a contract that we sign where we're agreeing that they could do whatever they want? They could, you know, that they can discriminate and they could say, hey, we well, don't like this, argument, you can't do but this. But it doesn't hold any water, right? Right. Like if you, if the motel says, well, just sign this contract and mm-hmm. now I'm not going to let black people in my motel. Right. That's right. still illegal. Yeah. So if, if your justification is that, oh, no, no, our terms of use say that, you know, we'll discriminate in this fashion. We, we see it all the time. We've seen it with racial discrimination a lot, and those are, those will probably be our strongest cases for showing mm-hmm. what's happening. Mm-hmm. Is that you say, well, we didn't have any policies that any that were against hiring, you know, black people. We just never did it mm-hmm. ever. You yeah. know, even when like ten guys interviewed, that all had strong resumes. Mm-hmm. So, you know that, and that I don't think really is happening very much anymore because yeah. who, so, who would be that dumb to not hire good candidates in this day and age? Right. So, do you think that we? So, is what you're saying here is we should sue? We should get together, maybe have a a lot of us should be suing them every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like people have sued uh, Twitter. They they have been the best out of all the platforms by far. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they're they're deplatforming and and whatnot has not been as bad. Their shadow banning hasn't been as bad. They're the strongest free speech platform of the of the major socials. Mm hmm. Okay. That question. So, the, um, so what's the reason that we're not getting together and 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 uh, suing these platforms for for basically telling? Like, so for example, um, why can I or anyone else out there not share a deal? You know, like if I saw a deal on a car and I was like, oh my god, they're selling Toyota Corollas really cheap right now. Oh. I, I could throw that up there all I want all day, well, me, but how come I can't it. do that? How yeah. come? And also, how come a, a manufacturer or someone like yourself can't say, "Hey, we've got arms list, or yeah. we sell these guns"? There, so let me outline another major distinction legally. Mm-hmm. So the reason they were able to apply, and this happened to a lot of places that serve food too, mm-hmm. not just motels, mm-hmm. but it was all the same basic justification: is that mm-hmm. you, you can't not serve black people in your diner uh, because that's. Mm-hmm extremely racist and mm-hmm. it, it violates the civil rights act that was that's made and done law mm-hmm. now a black person it can't walk in 
and say, I want to buy a chainsaw. Why won't you sell me a chainsaw? Is it because I'm black? Well, they don't sell chainsaws. They're a diner. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that you're not buying violating the rights there. So mm-hmm. you have to look at the type of the business to understand how it interacts with all these other things. Mm-hmm. If your business model is sign up for this free account and share information mm-hmm. with people, pictures, videos, whatever. And furthermore, their argument, they're really going to struggle with this because on Facebook and YouTube, only people that want to see your stuff, see your stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like, you know, you, you can try to use some um, public indecency type of arguments. We're like, oh, well, we have to keep it night. If they don't follow your page, they won't see your stuff. They're mm-hmm. not going to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could. It's still publicly visible, but they're not going to see it if they just unfollow your page. Right. So that that makes them look even worse. Okay. Um, but anyway, so that is the, their business model is come here and upload pictures and videos and whatever, talk to people. Yeah, where their business model is, like you're saying, we're the town square. Yeah. This is where you come, come to. Come here to everyone. talk and interact. Yeah, everyone gets to talk about who they are, what they are. Like YouTube, for example, says they want to encourage communities. They Broadcast want to encourage, itself. yeah, they want to encourage people to talk about cars, about music, about this thing or that thing. Okay. Oh, we don't like it when you talk about this. Let though. me make, make another legal distinction mm-hmm. that Trust me, this will happen too. Mm-hmm. Hate speech is fake news. Mm-hmm. It's 100% fake news. It will, the courts will uphold that. And I can give you the case. In 1975. Mm-hmm. No. Darn it. Uh, maybe it was 71. Whatever. Look it up for yourself mm-hmm. if you want to know the year. Mm-hmm. Cohen versus California. Mm-hmm. Dude was wearing a shirt in the courthouse that said, fuck the draft. Mm-hmm. And they said, He's, you can't wear that in here. Mm-hmm. Turns out the Supreme Court disagreed. Mm-hmm. They said that's his speech. It right. is free speech. It's not hurting anyone. Because mm-hmm. the only real types of speech that get, get any restriction when you actually get in front of a real court and a real judge are inciting violence mm-hmm. and what are called fighting words. Mm-hmm. There aren't really any other restrictions. You know, mm-hmm. the, the Dems always love to say, well, we just need reasonable restrictions of the Second Amendment. You can't yell fire in a crowded room. Well, yeah, assault's illegal, murder's illegal. Trust me, we have way more restrictions than yelling fire in a crowded room. Mm-hmm. So the, the speech protections are extremely high, and they haven't yet been applied to social, and it hasn't been yet figured out how to protect people based on – just because their viewpoint's different than your own. Okay. Uh, Let's, so okay. Let so me, anyway, that's another important distinction. Okay, hate, let me get – Hate speech will turn out to be fake news. The courts right. will strike that down eventually in a while. And i got to mention one more. So mm-hmm. – Going back to the Brown versus Board of Education, separate, equal thing, it's one thing to say separate but equal. Um, well, not really separate, equal, but you have other ways to accomplish what you need to do, right? Mm-hmm. They can say um, if, if a guy just won't sell you a car, well, you can just go buy another car. Mm-hmm. That's not a big deal. Um, he doesn't have to sell you that car. That car. Mm-hmm. Um, but when th- – there are no other places like Facebook or YouTube. Mm-hmm. That, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. They clearly have a monopoly on that market. Right. So the and co- they haven't enforced any antitrust laws. That's that is illegal too under mm-hmm. the antitrust laws to right. be a monopoly. And they say, well, we're not stopping anyone from. Well, the phone companies weren't stopping other people from starting phone companies when the the bulk of the antitrust cases happened. Mm-hmm. In the, like it's been almost a hundred. It's a long time ago, but it still happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of these federal judges probably have no idea what's been going on with us, and they can't do anything about it until we get in front of them. Okay. And Congress obviously is useless. Yeah. So the only way we get these wrongs righted is the same way that in the past, you know, people that have been 
uh, treated unfairly on the basis of their skin color. Th- those are our strongest advocates. Yeah. In this You're country. saying ultimately you have to take it to the courts. So now let's – here's the thing that even I say this and you know, let's have this discussion whether or not it's right or wrong. Um, the government basically gave these social media platforms a while ago um, immunity. Oh, Communications so, right. Decency Act, Section yeah. 230. So, yeah, what's, so what's the deal with that? that? Do they have immunity so, against that this? Is, that's the same section that protects us from bullshit lawsuits. Mm-hmm. So I know okay. all about Section 230. Okay. It's like, and the, uh, let me tell you, before I get into that, mm-hmm. there are a couple things they use, this public utility thing, or are you a platform, mm-hmm. are you this? Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. That's all red herrings they're using to get us off the mark. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. If you are a website, I, th- I believe they use some phrase like interact provider of interactive services. In mm-hmm. the, read the text of Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act when you get a minute. It's it's worth a read. And they have taken out some of the other protections. But the main one that they have not messed with at all is that said um, you as the provider of an interactive service cannot be held liable or be, uh, be determined to be the speaker, the actual publisher of other information by someone else, mm-hmm. which is how all these websites work, which – in America, it would shut down the internet overnight if they did that, because all someone has to do is go on Twitter and say something derogatory about someone else, and they say, "Oh, Twitter said something derogatory." Yeah, shut well, it no, down. Twitter didn't say it; the yeah. user did. Right, right. So, uh, and that, and that protection is important, and it's it's a good one. Okay. Um, but it doesn't mean they can do whatever they want. Um, what it means is, when someone else is using the service. They can't be held liable for what someone else said just because they were using their service. Okay. So, all right. Good point. Now, the thing is, so you're saying like that works for arms list, right? Um, because as, you're as every pro- time. you're providing the platform. This is basically what arms list is. It's like Craigslist. You're providing the platform for people to get together, communicate with each other, facilitate things. No, I don't no. facilitate. Okay. I let people. No, the people, the people are facilitating it. You're just providing. I let people communicate. Yeah, you're just providing the platform that they communicate on. Right. So therefore, you're not liable for whatever they facilitate. Whatever they are, yeah, whatever consenting adults are doing, you know, mm-hmm. and it, we have plenty of warnings telling people not to break the law. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we keep the ATF number really handy on there, so people. I mean, we we want yeah. people to narc on actual criminals. Right. Okay. We don't want criminals in our in our crew. It's you know, like they're always saying, oh, the NRA wants criminals to have guns. No, that couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. So now let's so let's go to let's compare that um, to what's happening with let's say Facebook, YouTube, etc. Right. The reason why, the biggest reason that they put forward why they're doing these things, right, is to keep the internet safe. Oh, we don't want you to show people how to use a gun. We don't want you to show people how to make this gun, how to make a suppressor, how to do this, how to do that. Why? Why are they saying that when they have that protection? So it, so let's say, I'm not saying what we're doing is wrong. As a matter of fact, I think completely the opposite, right? What I'm I think doing their hostility to the right to keep and bear arms is pretty well documented. Right, yeah. But what I'm saying to you is when we have this conversation with them, like I've had conversations with these people. I'll give you an example. So right now, um, going live on YouTube specifically, YouTube created a policy. When you're live, you can't hold a gun. So you cannot pick up a gun. There could be a gun in the background. On can this. I have it mounted on the wall behind you, me? Yes. You can have it on the wall. You can't, you know, you can have it on the table. You can't pick it up. I could show a video of it. I could show pictures or, or whatever, but I can't handle a gun. If I handle a gun, they're gonna pull they're gonna pull it live. Why? So now before they did this, they had a conversation with me specifically, right? 
they reached out to me via email. They're like, hey, we want to talk to you about something that we're going to do. And then I had to make all these agreements, uh, NDAs and stuff like that to not talk you about it. You have people at YouTube that actually talk to you? Yeah, YouTube talked to me about Man. this. My rep ghosted me after like two emails. Um, it's So the reason why now they spoke to bigger channels than myself. Then they spoke to me because on YouTube in the gun space, this is a specific gun related policy that they have. So in the gun space, I probably go live a lot, right? I'm doing this Monday to Friday, two hours. So they, you know, they wanted me to know we're watching you, what you're up to. And we're let, you know, and they were telling me about this. When I'm having the converse, this conversation with them, when they dropped this on me, I didn't know what it was gonna be about. Literally the call um, had about three lawyers on it and two other people representing YouTube. Okay, and they're telling me, okay, you can't talk about this. Here it goes. We're not going to if you're alive, you can't handle a gun. When they told me that I said what you're saying right now. I said, listen, this is discrimination. This reminds me of, you know, a long time ago in America where a guy couldn't eat, you know, a black guy couldn't eat in this restaurant, couldn't use this bathroom, couldn't drink from this fountain, can't do this, can't do that. You're telling me you're making a specific law against me as a gun guy which I've not done anything wrong. I, I handle guns all the time. Don't hurt anyone, don't hurt myself. You're making this rule and you're gonna, like they said, they're gonna actually watch me. Once, once, when they said that, right after that, we started getting hit on a bunch of videos and all that stuff. And to me, I told them, this sounds like discrimination. Their response was, oh no, we're, some of us are gun guys too. We don't wanna do anything to stop yeah, you from- gun guys. Yeah. That's, that's what I said. I, I was like, if you're a gun guy, you wouldn't even be telling me that you think this is okay. Um, but they're, they're trying to say that they're not, they don't like the idea of someone implying they're discriminating. The point they keep coming back with is we're just trying to keep everything safe because there's people out there that have done bad things and broadcast it over social media. My response to them was, that's not going to stop anything. I'm not, I've been doing this consistently for three years. I'm not a bad guy. The bad guy who's going to do something, you don't have any way of stopping that person from doing it. It's, by the way, it's happened since then, right? This guy in Thailand was broadcasting on social media horrible things that he was doing because you're, they're not watching that guy. They're not watching everyone. They're saying, oh, no, we're watching you. And if you do this, it's similar to like, OK, for example, feel a little bit like gun control laws like oh all these criminals out here doing all kind of crap but yeah, we yeah. get more burdens on us right but for example if people hurt people with guns people there's a, a lot of murder takes place with hammers right so some furniture building guy you should tell him listen don't pick up that hammer while you're alive right fair people a lot of people get hurt with cars so some car guy, you should tell him, you know what? You can't drive that car while you're alive. But when, if you tell me as a gun guy, something that's protected by the Constitution, something that you clearly know I'm doing safely, and I haven't done anything wrong, that no, we're, no you can't do this anymore. That comes down like, like discrimination. How do they get away with, one, saying that it's not discrimination? Um, and, and, and what can we do about it? Okay. Yeah, what can we do about it? First, document all these things, like a lot. Overwhelm their system mm -hmm. with complaints about what every time this happens. 
mm-hmm. not just you, not just me, everybody that tries to send a message about any website. But right now, the only one I can tell you, go in Messenger, try to send your friend a link to armslist.com because guess what? We have a thousand FFLs mm-hmm. that use our website to, to list their inventory. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what is supposed to be done even according to their overly restrictive rules. Right, and other companies right. are able to communicate with their customers through the, through the site. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely do that. Now, in, in terms of how are they getting away with it, you remember the decision Heller versus DC mm-hmm. a little over 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. I think it was 08. Mm-hmm. Do you know when they passed the law that got overturned in 08? No. 1975. Okay. Yeah, so it took, a, it took a long time. So for 33 years, yeah. they had an unconstitutional law in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean it'll be easy, and it doesn't mean uh, – but we need to document. We, we need lawsuits. I mean they sue uh, – le- the left sues right organizations all the time. Mm-hmm. Look at the whole Baker fiasco. You know, like if, if it was the other way around and some you know gun guy went to a uh, – sort of peace-loving, you know, whatever, uh, pa- uh, pacifist baker that mm-hmm. leans left and said, we want make you to make a gun cake. I want a cake with a Kalashnikov on top of it. Mm-hmm. Then they would change their position because they're not arguing honestly. They mm-hmm. never do. Mm-hmm. They, they are advocating for their own personal wishes, not for policies that are uh, defensible and applied consistently. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why we have to document it. We have to fight for it. Just, just overwhelm them with complaints, mm-hmm. whatever platform is suppressing you. Okay. What is the what do you think is the reason that we don't want to go the sue the sue route or the uh, litigation route or getting lawyers and everything? And I'll give oh. you an example. This, by the oh. way, I could tell you something right now. From my observation, in the internet is not the first place that gun people or Second Amendment's been discriminated on. Right. You don't I, I guess you can you do see things on radio, but you don't see anything on TV. Right. The Super Bowl refuses to take ads from companies, even if there's no guns in there. They don't want to take that ad. Right. So, well, yeah, I think there's an important distinction. It, I, I don't agree with it in that space either. But mm-hmm. when you're selling advertisements, mm-hmm. uh, there's an exchange of money and they mm-hmm. they can choose who they sell to with some with some restriction. Right. Like the. If you're in the business of selling ads, you don't sell an ad to literally every single person who wants to buy one. Mm-hmm. We don't. You know, people come to us and we, you know, with this product or whatever, and we, it just doesn't work. We don't sell them ad space. Okay. Um, but when when you're saying we're open to the public to speak your mind, oh wait, you can't speak your mind. That's a, that's a pretty big distinction. Not that I'm okay with you know the Super mm-hmm. Bowl not taking any mm-hmm. pro gun type of messages. Uh, but it's not nearly as egregious as this. Okay. Okay. So why is it that gun guys at this point haven't come together? There's been lots of people. You've got major companies have been deplatformed. Okay. You've got uh, uh, you know big this, uh, big content creators, not just small it, guys like me. Why? This could be soapbox level rant, mm-hmm. but you've been in this game for a little while. We've known each other a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that the guys you meet? the the people i mean it's mostly guys let's be honest mm-hmm. um do you, do you think we're good at not stabbing each other in the back as a whole are we good at <laughs> coming together or are we no or do we suffer from a, a shit ton of friendly fire in this i in think this? um okay so do you, you want me to answer that <laughs> you asked, yes do you want, answer. Do you want my are we good, answer are we good at that? coming together uh my answer is we the gun community is good at coming together 
when the gun community is watching. So there's certain things we could come together or make it look like we're coming together on, right? If the, if the community as a whole is watching and people are like, oh yeah, you know, this is going on. So let's say, for example, Virginia, right? If this, if this thing's happening in Virginia, the zeitgeist of the gun community is behind that, then gun guys could get behind it because, you know, hey, it's gonna sell tickets or, you know, get views or whatever, then they can get yeah. behind it. I what think about in, everything else? I think, it, I think in general, if no one's watching, if it's the boring, you know, not so sexy stuff like what we're talking about now, not so much. And no. um, I'm not saying, I don't want to say this that all, because I think there's big guys out there that feel the same way, that feel like, man, this is nonsense, we have to do something. And they might be big with numbers, but it takes more than that to actually fight this. So I don't want to say that big guys just by the nature of them being bigger channels or whatever it is, okay. don't want to do this. However, a lot of bigger channels do not have a motivation to do it at all, right? Because if, if you don't have the problem or if, the, if, if it happens to you, you have a massive amount of people behind you pushing it and getting your thing back on and you it's just a little blip and you get back on track, it's really no big deal. Okay, point number two mm -hmm. in this list of why we haven't done more and done better mm -hmm. in your experience dealing with gun companies um and anyone in the industry that have to be a manufacturer mm -hmm. are they more are they ahead of the curve when it comes to adapting they're to in the stone age. advantage of the internet yeah, i can tell i can answer oh, okay. stone age so that's so we're stone age we're 10 years behind if we're being generous right i mean are, the biggest the biggest companies behind if we're going to be, you know, hard on ourselves. Right. The biggest companies in the firearm in firearms industry, the biggest companies that make the most money have the shittiest websites. It's not just about the website. I know, I'm but I'm just, I'm just sponsoring your show. Right. You know, you want to come on, you want to do this, yeah. you want to do that. But I'm just, whereas when you talk to Nike, Samsung, right. what, how, how their people, yeah. how their company marketing Absolutely. people handle what they're doing. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm, the reason why I say that is to make a point that if the one thing where you sell most of, right. So even if you don't, let's say you don't sell through your website, but people that want to buy your product have to go through your website. They have to go there to find out information to be able to communicate with you. And your website is crap. And, you know, maybe a website from 20 years ago, then that's a big indication of where your money goes. So if you don't do it there, yeah, you don't do it in anything else. You don't get up to speed on anything else. You're still in the stone age of how you do, how you're conducting your business, right? So a lot of those guys are the same thing when it comes to Facebook and stuff like that. They're basically, oh. they're up on Facebook. They really don't understand it. They don't understand why it's so powerful. Um, they haven't been deplatformed because they don't really use it. Yeah. Even if they have been deplatformed, there's a lot of companies that just aren't worried about it. They just don't feel like it matters that much, like it's that important when it's completely. So uh, the way I can explain social media to you very easily um, and like you said, other companies, I deal with other companies in different things that I do. Other companies get this. Um, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, if your sink, if your sink is leaking, you go to the, to the yellow pages, right? And you call up a plumber or you call up your, your friend of yours or the neighbor downstairs says, oh, use this plumber, right? That's what you did 30 years ago. And to, today, when you have that problem, you go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> you go to social media. That's where you go. That's where you find out the answer. That's where you find your solutions.
Or, or a search engine. You can use those. Yeah, or you go to a search engine, and that typically will lead you to, you know, this is where you're looking. This is where you find things. So a company that really believes that them being on social media doesn't matter is insane. There's, there's no one working at that company that has any grasp on how important it really is. Yet they have marketing departments. They might have 20, 30 people working in a marketing department and have no understanding of the biggest place that they're being marketed. So I think we've answered your question pretty well. We have a lot of backbiting in the community. Mm-hmm. We're, we're far behind the curve technologically. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. So th- those are pretty big problems. Now, yeah. while we're on the backbiting, friendly fire issue let me get another soapbox okay because i see it all the time mm-hmm. um the other day i posted on instagram something about bernie trying to take everybody's guns basically turn us into venezuela mm-hmm. and that's that's his his words i'm not twisting anything it's mm-hmm. what he said mm-hmm. first he says first they'll take quote assault rifles which we all know is crap but whatever he says mm-hmm. we'll take assault rifles and then we'll do more that's right. his official stance mm-hmm. and one of the first comments was something about something trump did that wasn't perfect, perfectly good, that a lot of people disapproved of. And, you know, I understand that. I, I want you to call the White House. I want you to write emails. I want you mm-hmm. to, you know, I don't know, when Trump texts you asking for money, text them back or whatever. Reach out and tell them you were disappointed, that you're mm-hmm. upset, that you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that the average internet guy you run into, or even in person, in the gun community, is better, able, he's more eloquent, he's faster, and he has a, a spiel this long about mm-hmm. his problems with Trump on guns. Right. You know, he can rattle for a good 30 seconds to a minute. And I say, tell me about what you think about Mike Bloomberg. Well, I don't like him. So you're literally better, more sharpened, more professional at attacking your ally who is flawed than your sworn enemy who is spending billions mm-hmm. to take your guns mm-hmm. that that is hugely flawed and we will fail if we keep doing that mm-hmm. that like people need to wake up right do you think so what what my response to that is to to analyze the particular guy me as a gun guy i'm not a hundred percent uh trump fan like i'm not dogmatic to anyone to any human being um you know there's very few things that i'm dogmatic to i'm dogmatic to the constitution for sure because I think there's a reason for that, right? We have to have this compass that leads us in a good direction. But politicians, uh, specifically Trump, I'm not dogmatic to. At the same time, um, like we would, like we talked about earlier, I would rather have Trump than Hillary yeah, sitting I in mean, the White House so, right now. So that that's the thing I get to with everyone is, mm-hmm. has he screwed up? Should we hold him accountable? Absolutely. Should we, yeah. Should we? Yeah. Do okay. These are all yeah. good ideas. Mm-hmm. But when you're when your go-to response is to tear down Trump, and I say, good. What's the alternative? Mm-hmm. We're gonna put we're gonna put uh, Buttigieg in there. Think he's gonna be good for the Second Amendment? Mm-hmm. What are your alternatives? What are your actual alternatives? Yeah. Well, so here's what I tell would me, ask you: tell that me, guy, they never have an answer, right? They so is that an guy who's saying that to you, right? That that person saying that to you? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Is that guy like a real gun guy? Is that a plant? Well, is yeah, that like so a Bloomberg plant? Maybe. Li- well, that, and that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I ask you about, oh, hey, you know, what what do we do? Well, Trump, the run. Well, what do you think about you know Buttigieg and what, who was the guy? Uh, hell yeah, we're gonna take your AR-15. Uh, what was his name? That dropped out of the race. He um, said it in a Democratic debate. Yeah, uh, Beto know, O'Rourke. Yeah, Beto. Um, Beto. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I don't like him. He mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they say you know 
based on your actual words and the effect you're having on the status of gun rights in America, I have to assume you actually work for the enemy. Yeah. Because that's what your words are. So if you're one of those guys that's doing it by accident just because you're angry, mm-hmm. make a, fix your words. Mm-hmm. Because someone like me that is seeing this from a satellite view and is fighting this battle on many levels, including in court all the time, mm-hmm. I can't take you seriously. I have to assume – or no, I have to take you seriously and assume you work for the opposition. Yeah. I see where you're, you're, you're like saying them. they're not educated enough. They're not educated enough. Well, I think there's some of both. We know right. there's actual plants and trolls mm-hmm. in our community trying Absolutely. to make it look bad. Yeah. They, they try to do it at rallies. They try to do it at everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so we know they exist. Mm-hmm. So watch your words. Yeah. Because, you know, guys guys that are actually trying to influence the Trump administration in a positive way. And here's a plug um, for Second Amendment Foundation. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who they are, if you don't know who Alan Gottlieb is, if you're upset with the NRA, go to SAF right now. Read about what Alan does. Alan goes to the White House. I've seen the picture. We're personal friends on Facebook. So I see his personal page and him and his wife are at the White House dinner. Mm-hmm. He actually has a president's ear. He has mm-hmm. act- I've watched as the, you know, you hear the, the this or that's going to happen. And then he says, oh, I met with White House, you know, staff, blah, blah, blah. And then it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, he has an actual effect, an actual voice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we need to, if you're upset with the NRA, like most of us are, give money to SAF mm-hmm. because he, is, he does more with less money than anyone else out there. Yeah. And I'm not trying to dog any one organization. I'm just saying he really rocks at being an advocate for the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. He, he gets more done for us. Yeah. I think that, you know, this is one of the problems, right? We, a lot of us, me included, we were funneling money into the NRA. There's a massive problem going on there, right? Uh, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. NRA was pretty much, you know, like you were talking about... Um, you know, monopoly. They had a monopoly on getting money from us. And we were leaving this job up to them and looking at people and talking to people that went horribly wrong in so many different ways. Um, and now all that money, there's there's tons of money that's getting frozen up. People aren't giving that money. Yeah, we still we still need money. We still need to fund people who are talking to pushing back fighting laws and things like that and then we need to you know we need to have that money as leverage over politicians because at the end of the day man they don't really they could give two craps about us every politician don't give two craps at the beginning of the day either yeah exactly every politician once they've won that race they're thinking about the next race you know, and typically that's money. So if we've got the ability to leverage that money over them, we could say, listen, you're not going to get this money if you don't do the right thing here. As a matter of fact, we'll support someone else running against you, you know, then I think that's that's what we really need. We're kind of missing that right now with everything going on um, with the NRA. Are you, are you having like a power surge or something over there? Uh, no, I had a motion. I had to move. It, it couldn't <laughs> see me. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm with you on that completely because, you know, mm-hmm. NRA's made some serious mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of me hopes they can fix it and get back in the game because they have, they had a big seat at the table. They have a large organization. They, they have the ability to do good things, but they've done some horrible things lately. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not currently giving them any money. Put it that way. Yeah, but um, and I, I'm not helping sign up new members on on my website as I've done in the past when mm-hmm. I thought they were, you know, had our backs. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Um, you know, and this is, I think, why we're getting a one-two punch right now. 
So we don't have that. There's lots of chaos going on over there. And then also what we had in the past, so if you go back to the Fire Armageddon, which is, I think, around the time that we probably met each other, or somewhere in the middle of that, right? Like 2013, some, somewhere there, right? Was it at that century event in Tennessee? I think so. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So if you go back to, to then, social media, we really use social media to push back against a lot of stuff. And, and yeah. keep people notified and activated and out there. You know, that was like the, the Tea Party was kicking up and, and doing things. Um, this is, I, I think, the reason why now they realize that. When they looked at it and they asked themselves, how come we had like a Democrat in the White House? You had, you had Obama in the White House, right? You had all these things that said, you know, you had these events happening in America. And they were like, this is where we do it, right? We're going to get some serious gun control on these guys. And then everyone, everyone got together, made this stuff happen. And social media looked at that and said, never again. We're not going to let they, that happen. They said again. that about the 16 election. And they, yeah, they've said about yeah. gun uh, gun rights advocates such as ourselves. Yeah, that's another thing. You're right. You know, when when Trump got elected, they were like, how did that happen? You know, how did this get away from us when we were telling yeah, we, everyone who to vote for? Yeah, we told them all. <laughs> we told them there's a 99 percent chance she's going to win, which I think actually backfired on them a little bit because mm -hmm. people weren't really enthusiastic about her as a human being, let alone a leader. So when they said, well, she's going to win anyway, at least my conscience is clear. I didn't go out and vote for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that – so what we're getting now is by deplatforming people, one, you're creating fear amongst the people. Like one of the reasons why you're not seeing a lot of people getting all up in arms about this is that if everyone isn't getting it – you see, I think these guys are very deliberate about this right now. You can go back to when they deplatformed um, – what's his name? Oh, um, Alex Jones. Alex Jones, right? Alex Jones got deplatformed across the board. Across the board, yeah. One individual. There were some other people that they did it to around that time. But so let's say we put a, you know, handful of people, but Alex Jones is a standout in that, right? They got away with that. Okay, social media got away with saying this person not allowed to be on our platforms anymore. They got away with that. So now, well, so yeah, I think, they, yeah, they got away with it. But mm -hmm. I mean, if you if you look at the history that we're relying on, mm -hmm. think in 1975 they passed the whatever I forget the title of it, the law mm -hmm. that was in place in D.C. that mm -hmm. said Heller couldn't carry a gun. Mm -hmm. And in 2008 they struck it down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know, I think the level of egregiousness here is is even worse. Mm -hmm. So. Our case is stronger. That's why we have to fight all the more harder. And we need to stop stabbing each other in the back and collect information and data that shows what's happened. See, the thing with shadow banning is we don't have any data. Mm -hmm. I can say I used to do better and they can say, well, you know, four million minutes of video get uploaded to YouTube every yeah, hour. There's you more know, people. I, we, we, there's there's yeah, more competition. Yeah. So they have a lot of stuff they can hide behind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, whereas you watch certain channels. Uh, that that put up videos, they get more views every time. Yeah. So something's going on. So, some of them just keep climbing. Yeah. Whereas other ones start declining. When and you could say, oh, your content's not as good. But once you start to see the similarity of the political views and/or content of these channels, it starts to become pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. I think so. But you know what? I think it goes back. to Look, it's one of the things that's happening right now is if you go out on mass and take people down. If you go out, if you're like, yeah, that's it. We're done. All these people are off, right? So anyone who's a – if you're a conservative, we're going to say you're basically alt-right, you're out. You know, if, you, if you're a gun guy, we're going to say, you know, you're violent, you're out, 
right? If they do that en masse, more people are going to pay attention to that versus taking someone out to the woodshed or into the woods every now and then and popping one in the back of their head. That's what they're doing right now. And well, you're getting away that, with that. Does this not remind you this is the electronic online version of lynchings that happened? Mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's that you can get away with it when you're the mob right. and you're against the little guy. Yeah, that's I, that's how they did it. Right. I think it's, it's that. Cool. And it's also just to use another. No, I don't not that I have any problem with that. But just to use another thing, it's a lot like what happened to uh, mm -hmm. Jews during, um, you know, the Nazi regime in Germany. Yeah, they didn't come for all of them at once. No, no. They, yeah. they put people in camps and people who didn't realize it around the world like, oh, they're just putting them in these camps. That's OK. We had internment camps in the U.S. in World War II. Yeah, that was not a, right. that's not a shining yeah. spot of our history. Exactly. Fortunately, there wasn't too much genocide that happened in them. Yeah. Um, from the from the, it, from this point of view, uh, Monday. What is it? What is what's that saying? Monday night court? No, this can't be Monday. Monday morning quarterback. I don't know. I'm not good with sports analogies. Yeah. yeah However, maybe. from this point of view of history, looking back on it, we're like, wow. You know, how did we always ask ourselves? How did so many Jewish people voluntarily go off Get to on these a train. Yeah, go off to these concentration camps, gather up their children? I, I could tell you how. It was no different from how tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of Africans left Africa and came and came to the Caribbean and America there's, as slaves. It's the same exact thing. There's a lot of similarity there. Yeah. So this is what happens. You can move people en masse when it doesn't look like you're doing anything terrible to them and people don't know. No one knows. You know, people yeah. just go like, oh, this is okay. It's totally fine. We could do that. We can get away with that. And that's what's happening, I think, when it comes to us as gun guys, but people who are conservative, Republican, um, people who are just not, uh, who just don't agree with all the SJW stuff that's going on, we're being sanctioned, sanctioned, you know, ghost banned, whatever, all the different things you want to, you want to, categories you want to put it in. It's obvious there's a massive, it's a massive effect. And the, and the way that you see it is that there's still, even with Virginia, there's still massive Massive apathy in America for people that they don't realize what rights they're losing. You know, Ex excellently, yeah, yeah, very, very, very true. And because we're behind collectively as a group when it comes to the internet, mm -hmm. this is all that more of an uphill battle. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, so there's there's a lot there's a lot of pieces to this. So let let me go back mm -hmm. to my major pieces and help. If you're talking about this, someone, you start hearing this bullshit about mm -hmm. um, they're not a public utility or they are a public what, mm -hmm. or um, any there's hate speech they're making up. Tell them hate speech is fake news. Cohen versus California. Fuck the draft on his shirt in the courthouse. Mm -hmm. um, oh, they're a private company. No, they have taken over a public function. Mm hmm. Because we don't go down to the park anymore to talk to each other. So we in your the opinion, internet. they are utilities. Mm, yeah, that's another oh, no, red you, don't, you don't like the utility so that, that, thing? That's why, why don't you like the utility thing? I mean, because it's, it's my electricity in my house. If yeah. they cut off the electricity in your house, that's one thing. Well, I think the reason why – OK. So here's the reason. It's not a utility. It's a private company yeah. that is – that we're just sharing information. It's not a utility. OK. So you don't they've see made, as... They've invented that to get us off the mark. OK. That they are the public space where we have mm -hmm. First Amendment rights. OK. Because a public utility isn't infringing your First Amendment right. Mm -hmm. So don't go down that road either. That's bullshit that they've mm -hmm. invented to cover their ass. Right. So they're the, space, they're the space that the public communicates in – 
this is where we go right. to, to communicate. But then this they the get to say who gets to communicate plan. there, or they and think they get to say that. That's the core right. of the infraction. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of pieces, right? It's because they have a monopoly, that goes against antitrust laws. Mm-hmm. Because they've taken over a public function, they are not infringing on your private agreement. They're infringing on the First Amendment mm-hmm. and the Fourteenth Amendment. Okay. And and that's it's a public function. Okay. And they can't do that. It's a Civil Rights Act violation mm-hmm. against not a protected class, against an enumerated right, mm-hmm. the Second Amendment, that is legally a stronger argument mm-hmm. than being a protected class. Okay. Um, and your right and, to, to, to uh, speak, to say what you want to say. And, and people forget about this one because people always say, oh, the First Amendment is about the government, not private companies. Happens with private companies all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like the motel – in 1964 was breaking the Civil Rights Act. Mm-hmm. It was a private company. He said, you can't tell me what this is. No, it's public accommodation. Mm-hmm. So we've got antitrust moving in with them, taking over a public role, being the town square public space. Um, and separate is inherently unequal under Brown versus Board of Education. And that was public schools, but they've taken over a public function too. So that that will apply in a weird way. There, so there are a lot of moving pieces, and there's a whole lot of other cases. I'm just kind of giving you standout ones. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of nuance and a lot of other cases that will come into this. Mm-hmm. But Heller uh, versus bro- D.C. Mm-hmm. was unconstitutional gun law that was in violation of the Second Amendment for 33 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Brian Quick asked this question. I'm just going to get to. I'm just going to throw this in there. I know I'm not getting a lot of questions. He says, "Would you all be willing to pay for Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram in order to not get banned?" Probably would not. Uh, I probably uh, not at this point. No, mm-hmm. I'll never pay a dime to any of them. Yeah. What about you? Um. So, and then Mark Gibbon says, uh, "Is this someone? Is this someone related to you?" I think it's my dad. Oh. <laughs> He's in okay. Florida right now. Yeah, uh, he says if Facebook charges a fee, they're finished. Here's what I think: we're paying for the for these things. Well, that's because we are the product. They make money off our back. Yeah, by they're taking ads, serving us ads, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Exactly. So, so there's no way I'm going to pay for it. Yeah. So um, we're already paying for it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're already charging us by selling our data. Mm-hmm. They just don't. They don't really tell you that, which may end up being another violation. We'll, we will. We'll find out. Right. But what the courts decide when it actually gets in front of them. Right. So what is so here's the thing. Let's let's switch this over. I'm just looking at the time. What do you think we do about this? Is if it, you're saying class action lawsuit? That would be a legitimate way to go after it. That, okay. that has happened in the past with some wrongs. They've already settled multiple class action lawsuits. They do it all the time. One was about facial recognition. Mm-hmm. It was a massive settlement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and frankly, I don't think facial recognition violates people's in on even mm-hmm. close to the scale as broad suppression of mm-hmm. the first second first amendment second amendment 14th amendment civil rights act and the antitrust act all at the same time mm-hmm. they're all intertwined and inextricable here mm-hmm. there there is no case we can point to and say well look at this because this has not happened before mm-hmm. okay so, so who, t- who time, how, how how do we how do we actually facilitate class this? action would be to get uh yeah class action could work uh, mm-hmm. but we also need the just constitutionally raised ones that that are really just about your vi- that can be an individual they don't need a class action to do mm-hmm. that okay so many 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 individuals could do it the trouble is most of the attorneys that are good at this stuff are just working for those companies raking in the money right because that's a lot easier than fighting the uphill battle of going against the goliath that is you know google and facebook Right. Are there any attorneys that you're aware of that would take this up? 
I have reached out to a few. I have yet to get a hold of someone that really wants to take this on. Okay, okay. Uh, obviously, it's going to cost, but I think ultimately here, it's going to cost us more if we don't start challenging, like you're saying, what's 100%. happening. Regardless of what's it. the legal way that you go about it and all that, I think in the, at, at our heart, we can tell there's something going on here. And it's only going to get worse. And yeah. eventually, when people stand back and look and see how many individuals are getting pulled off of uh, different platforms and all that, they'll realize it's already a big deal. But because we're not seeing deal. it, yeah. And, you know, mm -hmm. we, we have to fix our own community from within on some stuff, or at least do as people often do in an important war, an important battle. We put our personal problems aside mm -hmm. while we fight shoulder to shoulder, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like the, the appendix carry mob should maybe stop attacking people that like to carry outside the waistband and tell yeah. them they're, they're less than human uh, yeah. and, and vice versa. Um, yeah. But, you know, all these things uh, and, and the open carry versus concealed carry, like, oh, my gosh, you gave – actually, pull up my page. Just I want everyone to see that my – the sense of humor on this. Mm -hmm. It's the – four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's like the 12th one down. It's mm -hmm. the kid sitting next to the girl. Um, you this is on, on your Instagram? Yeah, it's on my Instagram. Because it, it so succinctly describes something <laughs> that happens all the time and it, it shows sort of why we have trouble coming together. Okay, the kid sitting next to the girl, uh, when you prefer conceal carry over open carry and you haven't told anyone about your tactical advantage or element of surprise in the past 10 minutes. <laughs> Can you put the picture up or no? Yeah, it's it up? up. It's up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So like that's. We're we're just so we <laughs> okay. involved with our own opinions sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that we have to we have to convince other people when really we're both pro Second Amendment. So let's get over that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there definitely has to be some commonality. Or in the end, here we're just you know, uh, by the time we're by the time people on mass realize this is a is, this is an issue, it's going to be too late. I don't yeah. think anyone. I don't think anyone's going to be paying attention to it or worried about it at that point. Um, are you, as the owner, the founder of Arms List, are you willing to start this fire? Are you willing to, uh, other than I, coming I on, like obviously, and talking yeah, to me about I'm it? Not, yeah. I'm not licensed to practice in federal court, mm -hmm. so I might have. I might have to do it. I don't know. I see yeah. if nobody else wants to get involved. Well, I mean, I at least you find a couple attorneys that that will join you know the team that are already licensed yeah. practice federal court because that's where we should start yeah we should skip right past state court because this this is really there's no reason to do this in state court mm -hmm. this is a federal issue right federal question it's a constitutional federal constitutional question yeah and listen at least what you could do is you know maybe start something uh go fund me or whatever start putting things together you know to do this so that every time there's these things that come up, like with with your with your pages, with mine, with other folks out there. Where like you know, someone goes in and and gathers all this information and, well, and pushes back on it, right? Let me give you another reason that we have to get the courts involved. When we mm -hmm. get shadow banned, we don't know what happened. They don't tell us, mm -hmm. right? Um, when you get deplatformed, you don't know why. You don't know mm -hmm. what happened. There's no. They don't send you any records that say here's why. They just mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. When when you have a lawsuit, even if it's civil, not criminal. Mm -hmm. And I, we can't rule out that there's been criminal wrongs here. Mm -hmm. We can't rule that out. But there's definitely been massive abridgments uh, of our civil rights. Once you have a civil lawsuit, <clears throat> you can get into what's called discovery, where they have to turn over those records. Mm -hmm. Here's who pushed the button to ban Hank Strange. Mm 
mm-hmm. here's the messages he mm-hmm. was exchanging on the company. Yeah. Internal, here's the policy. Platform. Here's all yeah. the stuff that they're hiding behind the curtain while they say the gun people bad. We we have, we falsely claim moral superiority and won't tell you why or what we did. Mm-hmm. You know, get the then the internal the employees, like I said at the beginning, just because it was a low level hiring manager that did it, mm-hmm. he still violated the guy's rights by not hiring because of his race. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. By the way, it's uh, this is Jonathan from Arms List. I know some people are asking. So if you want to know where they're on social media, Instagram's Arms List, right? Everything's Arms List. Instagram is at Arms List. Yeah. Uh, the website's www.armslist.com. And if mm-hmm. you're just joining us, don't try to send that in a Facebook message because they have put a permaban censorship block on it. Mm-hmm. If you don't mm-hmm. believe me, just try and send the link to anything on Arms List through there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, what were you asking? Oh, Facebook's down. YouTube is Arms List Media. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't put too much up on there, but I will put this up just so people can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube is the deep state. Honestly, if you look at the beginnings of how Google's created, I think yeah. you YouTube was not originally part of the deep state, uh, like CIA, you know, government funded programs. But Google's beginnings were was government funded. Mm-hmm. Um, not really sure about Facebook, as there are some questions as to exactly how they started, but. Uh, Anyway, what are you saying? How to find us? Oh, and if you want to learn a little bit about some of the cases we've actually fought and the most recent one that we got uh, a favorable opinion, we got all the way to the Supreme Court who then decided to not take the case, meaning that they upheld the state court decision where we were victorious. Uh, We have a lot of – we have a good website called uh, Arms List Legal Defense Fund that some friends of mine set up. It's a separate organization mm-hmm. and all it, uh, we don't have nonprofit status. Funny, the IRS is, doesn't like to help us either. So we have another uphill battle, but um, it, that's, you know, it, it's probably not impossible. We just need to get together and get it done. I just know when I talk to people, they say it's pretty tough for organizations like that. But if you go to armslistlegaldefensefund.com, you can read about some of the cases we've had, some of the, the, the real, uh, the real battle, you know, the, the mm-hmm. real nonsense that goes on in the courts trying to take down, pro second amendment companies and you can donate there i mean we'd appreciate it Uh, obviously whatever we don't raise we just pay out of pocket Mm -hmm. so um that's that's where you can do that there's a link to the arms legal defense fund on every page on arms list it's in the footer Mm -hmm. not a lot of people go in the footers of websites though right so not a lot of people see we run a banner ad for it too on the website so people can see it uh but anyway yeah that's that's the arms list stuff and if you don't already know this uh we have a program for gun stores called the premium vendor program. So for $30 a month, they can sell uh, essentially unlimited. They, we, we don't charge for a listing. We don't charge a commission. We don't we don't have any fees for that. We just charge a flat fee to use the website Okay. Uh, for a number of reasons, but mostly because, you know, it, it's tough enough being a gun store, uh, dealing with all the stuff you deal with, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's not that much of an additional tax on our server. So 30 bucks a month per Gun stores is fine for us for now. I don't know. It may go up. I'm not going to guarantee it. <laughs> the price will mm-hmm. never go up. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I think that was all I had. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll come back to that definitely before we end here. Okay. So let's just switch gears a little bit. But, you know, basically still on the same subject. I think it's just another part of it. 
Um, what about having our own ecosystem? I mean, and to describe yeah. what I'm saying, like in my opinion, it's not that we shouldn't, I believe we should be on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and all these things that you're saying. Um, but I think at the same time, we need our own ecosystem that we could function in without constantly being sabotaged. You know, um, and I think there's lots of merits to that. You know, we're talking here about like civil rights uh, going back a long ways. And there was there was a time when, so for example, people in the black community kept the money in the black community and circulated it and did better than they're doing now when they came out of that, right? Because well, they're, they're, obviously money has power. So what about us um, as, a, as a unit, as gun guys, keeping that money within yeah. our own system? Well, 100% first thing you should start doing if you're running any sort of company that is attached to, appreciative of, involved with, mm -hmm. you know, the, the gun crowd, you should not be spending money on Facebook ads in the first place, even if mm -hmm. it helps you make sales, because mm -hmm. they are actively suppressing your future customers. Mm -hmm. So you're funding the demise of your own business for a short-term gain. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's just not smart. Mm -hmm. But furthermore, it's it's morally wrong, so mm -hmm. you really shouldn't be doing it. Nor should you buy Google ads if you're because Facebook and Google are the biggest suppressors mm -hmm. on the internet right now of the Second Amendment, mm -hmm. other than possibly Bloomberg. Mm -hmm. um, so you you really should not spend money with the enemy. And as far as having our own ecosystem, I mean, I haven't really joined any of those with the arms list social stuff because it it. I mean, I've got like eight years in building up the ones I have. Mm -hmm. You know, till we had over a quarter million on our Facebook page at the time that it disappeared. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just takes a long time to build an audience on those. And, and I'm not saying anyone shouldn't use them, uh, but it's the reason that we do fight the big platforms is that separate is not equal and it never will be. Okay. So until so you're not like on GunStream or anything like that, for I example. Haven't, I have not okay. used those, mm -hmm. not because I have anything against them, just, mm -hmm. you know, more logins, more passwords for not any real payoff. We spend more of our mm -hmm. time focusing on the actual website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so are you 100% against that? Are you saying, listen, I'm not going to do any of these other things. I'm just I just stick personally it don't have yeah. the, the bandwidth to get my people doing stuff on, on other ecosystems because mm -hmm. the payout mm -hmm. is too small, which okay. really proves the point of, that I was making earlier is that separate is inherently unequal mm -hmm. and they have a monopoly. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're suppressing our first, second and 14th Amendment rights simultaneously. And that's where the real wrong is that we need to fix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we have to figure out a way. I know that there obviously is a bandwidth issue. I think I deal with that all the time, thinking like, how do I go up on all these other things? The one thing you have to realize, this happened to me when my YouTube page got deleted a while back. I realized all those people who are subscribed, I now have no access to them. Okay, Correct. that access oh. went away. Unable to connect to chat. What the heck? Um, mm -hmm. See, they're doing it already. Trying to interact with the audience. Um, mm -hmm. It could just be my connection on this laptop. It's mm -hmm. on a separate one. <clears throat> the one I'm li uh, live streaming on is hardwired, so I'm not going to get any conspiracy theories at the moment. We can mm -hmm. do that later. Yeah, um, absolutely. You, if you're running a company, instead of relying solely on these just as a uh, defense mechanism to pr preserve your own business, you should mm -hmm. be, like we were talking about before. Uh, collecting your own emails of your customers mm -hmm. and using a service to make sure they're opted in you're doing everything the way we're supposed to be doing it. Mm -hmm. You should be doing that. So you can talk directly to your customers without having to go through one of these platforms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. I agree with the um, email list thing. I think that's something that we're actively trying to do. I think I would agree with having your own .com 
because that's something that you own. Yeah, that's just smart. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they can come after your other platforms. When you operate your own domain, then you're, you're in a much better position. Yeah. But I think we need to do, we need to go a step beyond that. And I know it's painful because there's all these different things that we have to do, but we need to do that. So for example, you as arms list, you're getting attacked in all these different ways. Have you ever thought about adding a social media aspect to what you do at arms list? I mean, I've thought about it. Okay. Um, I wouldn't rule it out, but mm-hmm. you know, the, again, just starting from scratch that you have no social aspect mm-hmm. and trying to become one that people actually want to use that that's a pretty yeah. uphill battle. And you know, it, it's a totally different business model. Right. So you you believe that let's say we all get together, we put money into <clears> this and we and and we start pushing back. You think that's the one way to go forward dealing with this and there's no alternative and that's the one way that's going to work? Well, we have to fight forward. That's that's one of many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we should also be overwhelming their their platforms with messages about how we're un- upset about what they've been doing to us. Mhm. Okay. Do you think and, that's and you and you believe that's going to have an effect? Uh, well, it's just a matter of time. This mm-hmm. level of First Amendment uh, abridgment will not stand in this country. Mm-hmm. It, it never would in the past and it won't now. It's just new and no mm-hmm. one understands it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the probably the 70s, remember when we watched Airplane? They mm-hmm. they have the um, – forget which cult or what it was, passing out stuff at the airport. Right. And, you know, they – Is they that Harry Krishna's or something? Yeah, I, I think it was Harry Krishna's. Yeah. And they, they – you know, they had to come up with some way to – regulate this stuff and there, there's actually a test i'll see i'll, I'll pull it up right now because i i put this up before mm-hmm. my internet started giving me trouble so they one of the things they use to decide whether or not the, your first amendment abridgment is acceptable mm-hmm. is this three-part test they call it the hang on Schmid factors, S-C-H-M-I-D. Those okay. are from State v. Schmid that balanced expressional rights and property rights in mm-hmm. the context of free speech on a privately owned property. This had a lot to do with shopping malls and that sort of thing, sidewalks, all, all of that. And the Schmid factors are three factors. One, the nature, purposes, and primary use of such private property, generally its normal use. Now, if you're running a bakery, you've got people picketing or, you know, uh, generally just trying to pass out stuff on your sidewalk, you have an argument that could be hurting your business, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're a website meant for people to access and with the Hank Strange fan podcast page Mm -hmm. is not interfering with other pages at all, I would say you have no argument there whatsoever. Mm -hmm. To the extent – this is number two. The extent and nature of the public's invitation to use that property. Well, I'd say that's a pretty broad invitation, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You can come on here for free, mm-hmm. like like a sidewalk or anything else. The purpose of the expressional activity undertaken upon such property in relation to the private and public use of the property. Mm-hmm. This is a multifaceted test that has to be applied <clears throat> to ascertain whether in a given case owners of a private property may be required to permit subject to suitable restrictions, the reasonable exercise of individuals of the constitutional freedoms of speech and assembly. So <clears throat> really they're all just based on get, letting the property owners have some rights so they can't just be completely overrun mm-hmm. um, while, while not allowing them to suppress the First Amendment. But you know, the, this whole private property, private company thing falls apart when you, when you realize it's a website. Okay. This is the internet. It doesn't interfere with their main business at all. In fact, 
they've cut their nose off to spite their face. They they ban our pages and uh, deplatform us, even though we have a bunch of people just viewing ads and viewing the page and you know interacting, looking at deals that we post and everything else. Mm-hmm. So you know internally, whenever we do find out what happened, I think we're going to find out a lot of terrible, horribly uh, corrupt and immoral things were happening behind the scenes. There's no way you can do all this and and have it be above board. Okay. I mean, so the the reason why I keep asking you if this is the only way. I'm not saying like I'm I'm down to do it, but it seems like you're saying this is the only way forward I mean, to challenge there are too this too many other ways. Okay. Well, I mean, like I said, one having our own ecosystem where we do things, I think that keeps yeah. us yeah. I think but that, that keeps us fix. moving. No, it's not going to fix the problem that won't at fix all. The, the abridgment of our first and second and 14th yeah. amendment rights that's happening on these uh, monopolies that are also violating antitrust laws. Yeah. So I mean it's a four it's a four part infringement mm-hmm. in the first of its kind. Right. Um, but it's egregious and right. you know that that's where we have to come at it. And unfortunately for us, a lot of our advocates like NRA, whoever mm-hmm. else they're, uh, they, con- they, people in Congress, people in the Senate. I mean, this well, is what worries me. Congress they don't want to take it useless. up. Yeah. Congress is useless. Yeah. Well, we're lucky we got the CDA at all back when they did it. Yeah. And even when it comes to the Supreme Court, for example, Supreme Court doesn't look like it wants to take up any two A things. No, you but know, this is more one A. Yeah, I know. I know. True. But it seems to me now that, you, you know, you're seeing politicians putting pressure on the Supreme Court. Like this is a weird thing that I've only seen in modern history, right? Where they're putting pressures on the people sitting on the Supreme Court and, and it's having an effect. Even with conservatives running the Supreme Court, there's things their hands off like, oh, we're not going to deal with that. And it comes back to what I'm saying. It's like a de facto political cover, even though it doesn't look like they would actually have political cover. There's not a the president is not saying this has to be, you know, we've got to look into this. This is the reason why they won't kick him off of Instagram or anywhere else or Twitter or anywhere else. President? Yeah, they yeah. can't do that. Well, they if they screwed. do that, maybe then he would look at it. But since they're not going to do it to him because, you know, he's in a position. Right. But, but and they're shadow banning Don Jr. and he's woken up to it and he sees it. So we have some really powerful right. odds on our side here. That, and, and some of them are going to say it's more about conservatives. But Don Jr., we know, is a real gun guy. Yeah. You know, we see he's out. So how can stuff, we. So. so here's my so here's my <clears throat> question to you specifically then about Don Jr., for example. Um, if I'm not some big, massive, multi-million dollar company that can invite Don Jr. to parties and stuff like that. How do I get him to give a shit about what's happening to me, you, and yeah. other people? Well, he there? knows it's happening to him, so he knows it's happening to other people. So we just have to, rather than um, squirreling away our contacts as people tend to do in the gun and not sharing mm-hmm. them or whatever, you know, we th- there are people in our community that know how to reach, you know, mm-hmm. Don Jr. I don't. Okay. All no, right. I've never so let's him. do the call um, out right now. If you've you got need- Don Jr.'s number in your back pocket, yeah, get him to. to yeah. You know what? Listen, a couple, I could, a couple I, minutes of this, just just right. just enough that we can say, hey, you know, this is happening really badly in the gun community. You right. may not know about it yet because he is just probably swamped with, you know, information. People trying yeah. to get in front of him and swamped with the stuff he's trying to do, trying to get, you know, the messages out there for other things. Yeah. And well, the, the other reason that Don Jr. is, is mm-hmm. better for us to reach out to. He's not as swamped as Don Donald uh, Trump Sr. Mm-hmm. And he's more of a gun guy, too. Yeah. So, so he could probably be one of our strongest advocates or Nicholas Sandman's attorney that gave a huge punch to CNN who settled right away, mm-hmm. right away. They said make it, make, cut that kid a check quick. Mm-hmm. Private settlement. We don't know how much. 
Yeah. But anytime what's they settle the, back Do we quick, know what's the name of the ki- of that kid's attorney? This is the kid who the whole, I almost forget I forget his name. This I looked is with it the up, whole, to, where the you know, in, where the, the native Indian guy was drumming in his face and he was smiling, not oh, not strange you said Indian. Uh, well, I could say American. it. Yeah. Native American, whatever. Uh, um no, and, <laughs> and and he wasn't reacting to it and then they blew it up into a whole thing. But listen, I've I've seen it before, man. I've behind the scenes seen a really big company that we all know trying to talk to the NRA years ago before we all hated them, you know, trying to say, hey, there's a bunch of guys just getting kicked off of YouTube. You know, there's there's stuff deleted and all that. There's tons of people who never came back. There's all of that been happening and, and, and someone's brokering that conversation and nothing came out of it. Nothing came out of it and things are worse and I think there's burnout even at these places with these people who one of the problems, I think, in the gun community, but lots of other places is that if you don't party with someone, drink with them and smoke and do whatever it is, you don't have that opportunity to actually be able to. T- because if I if I had, let's say, for example, Don Jr.'s number in my back pocket, I'll be doing it right now. I would try to have that conversation. Well, and but you, it's you not it's just not sexy people enough that, you know. Right, right, right. Right. You, 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 You've got. To, we all have our own circles of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been. But I mean, along those lines, mm-hmm. the we we have a problem going back to what we were talking before about the gun community. Essentially, it's not happening to me. I'm not going to poke the bear mm-hmm. because what if they see my page and deplatform me? Mm-hmm. And my guess is, I have no information, but my guess is something along those lines goes down with the major manufacturers that mm-hmm. are having no current problems. Like why am I going to go go to bat for these uh, smaller companies that, that might be saying or unsa- saying or sharing unsavory things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Why am I going to risk my reputation, risk my platform, uh, you know, on their behalf? Mm-hmm. So, oh, and let me let me rant just for a minute on on that subject to a degree. A mm-hmm. uh, friend of mine, we we're talking about how. Uh, Trump, uh, how Nancy ripped up the speech. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. How did she think that was going to be okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did it. And he said, well, I think he still should have shook her hand, essentially high road kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, two points on that. First of all, I don't think he was supposed to shake her hand. I don't know if you're watching me. He didn't shake Pence's hand. No. I don't know why she stuck no. her hand out. It was like, she was trying to invent a snub after he turned around, but I don't think she's that that good she looked or maybe she, she I think they I think they pivoted away from each other pretty much at the same time um, I don't know but her hand was out yeah. and his wasn't I don't whatever know. Yeah. I don't care I don't yeah. care right. I hope he did snub her to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. because in this current stage of things that we're going through we are always told mm-hmm. that we have to take the high road it's like this old you know if just because you're a little bit conservative or libertarian or pro-gun or whatever, mm-hmm. that we have to always take the high road. Yeah, well, we're going to high road over. ourselves into uh, going the way of the dodo. Non-existence. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the high road days are over. You know, people that are trying to take our guns, literally, mm-hmm. not, not figuratively, literally, mm-hmm. they're out of the closet with it. Like 10 years ago, they would say, oh, nobody wants to take your guns. Uh, no, they do. They've, they've admitted as much. They, mm-hmm. You know, the cat is out of the bag. That's no longer something they can hide behind. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have a civil discussion about how you forcibly take money out of my paycheck mm-hmm. with threat of imprisonment and then have a civil discussion about how you then use that money to forcibly disarm me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with people paid with my the money that I paid in taxes. Right. This right. Isn't, we're not having a civil discussion. You don't get to take the moral high road here. That mm-hmm. Those days are over. Mm-hmm. We need to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Stop letting anyone tell you you have to take a – I'm not saying to be a total idiot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, Try to be eloquent. Try to use your words. Try to be smart. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take the high road just because, oh, well, well, I'm insulted. I, you know, you hurt my feelings. I need a safe space. You know, mm-hmm. So what? You're yeah. talking about – do you know what happens when people get disarmed? Have you read a history book? Right. This is not the time to have a civil, friendly discussion about how we take more money from – the actual people that live in this country so we can then disarm them and they can end up killed in a genocide. Right. And that might not happen for another generation or two, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. We need to stop having civil discussions about it. Yeah. So, okay. So on the, along those lines, when do we stop having a civil discussion about that? Like, uh, all the stuff we see happening from state to state, including uh, what's happening in Virginia. When do we stop being civil about it? And then also on the subject that we're talking about tonight, uh, which is, you know, social media platforms, um, basically suppressing our thoughts, um, and ideas and our ability to communicate with our community, when do we stop taking, you know, why, when do we stop being civil when it comes to that? Well, we have to start being civil with our own people, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, okay. the less of the backbiting, you know, less of yeah. the backstabbing mm-hmm. and more of the, listen, let's <clears throat> let's put our concealed carry differences aside for a few minutes and mm-hmm. focus on, you know, these companies that are trying to t- take us all day, take away our voice. Mm-hmm. You know, you were saying earlier, why aren't we getting together more? Why do you think they're deplatforming? Mm-hmm. What do you think they're... They're shadow banning us. What do you think they're suppressing our view counts? So we don't get together. So we don't talk. So we don't communicate. So yeah. we don't we don't Definitely. get on the same page. Um, so okay. So tell me. Like I know what I've tried. Like obviously I've been talking about this uh, a lot here. Uh, that's the reason why you're here. What's what kind of conversations are you having other than with me or us? Um, you know, behind you don't have to tell me names or whatever. Um, but are you having I'll this say conversation I've had a lot with of people? Conversations. I've had mm-hmm. a lot of conversations. But okay. The, they usually end with that people don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've mm-hmm. talked to people, the major manufacturers, they don't get it. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. get this. They, mm-hmm. People don't get this conversation. Mm-hmm. And worse yet, they will repeat nonsense that's been fed to them by the fake news media that has literally earned their reputation. They've earned that. They've mm-hmm. put out so much propaganda over the years. They, mm-hmm. are, they are actual fake news about this. Um, oh, it's a private company. Oh, it's utility. Oh, it's this. this. That, that's all nonsense. Mm-hmm. They are providing this service. They have taken the place of the public space where we used to get together and have conversations. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, so anyway, most people just don't get this. You know, right. and, it, and it seems like – see, because we're in the window, right? Like in 1962, before they passed the Civil Rights Act, before Heart of Atlanta Motel – challenged it and the Supreme Court said, no, that law is valid. You have to let people stay in your motel. Mm-hmm. In 1962, what do you think people were saying? What do we do? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you know what I mean? So the path to victory is not clear until we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we just need to get together, talk more, share more, mm-hmm. uh, and, and start figuring out more solutions because they're out there. They, these are egregious wrongs. These aren't, they're not like a little thing, oh, it's a private company. No, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think then we have to figure out like where we're wasting our time when we're talking and who we're wasting our time talking to. And then how do we actually make something happen? Like what's the way? Can I tell you the biggest waste of time? And it's a little off topic. Mm -hmm. Telling other gun owners about uh, bump stocks. We get it. We're all mad. Quit Mm -hmm. telling us. That is a waste of breath and Mm -hmm. a waste of energy. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) go attack actual enemies or support actual allies. Mm -hmm. Quit, okay. quit just saying that out loud because what do you think we think you're smart now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think you're, like you're just reminding us of something negative that we already knew about. Mm-hmm. Great. 
Okay. You know, so, use your energy in a constructive manner. Right. What do we talk about? Who do we talk to? How do we make it more than just talk? You know, Each other, until we talk attorneys. ourselves into do, like. Do you just, know a federal judge? Do you have one in your family? I don't have any. I'm the first yeah, attorney in my bloodline. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's who that's who's going to help us fix this. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that a, a federal judge can't do anything <clears throat> until it's in front of them. But they will they will be able to help you know who to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like so, people. So I things. feel like we need to start talking to companies and asking them whether or not they're paying attention to this. And yes. then, and then I, you know, it's it's just like um, I remember not this year at Shot Show, but the year before, I was asking companies, you know, where are they on the Second Amendment? What do they think about that? And there were some companies that were like pretty scary results. Yeah, they were like, oh, we we don't do politics. And then there were companies that said, hey, we, we care about what's happening. I think it's the same thing now that you know we're all giving money to these companies, me included. We're we're dealing with them. We should be asking them. Where are you on this? Do you even care about this? Yeah. And if you're get now, a lot of times they'll say, "Oh, we absolutely care about it," but you can tell they're bullshitting you, right? Yeah, you know. So, so that's your answer, not what they actually say is the answer. I think ultimately, if they don't care about it, then we know where they're at because this is going to happen. And if their if their position is let the burn down happen, let everything yeah. fall apart, then we'll deal with it. You know, we have to yeah. decide yeah. whether or not we're going for that. Well, and I'm not going to name names because I'm taking my own advice here. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there are certain gun uh, websites that say that they like to do, talk about guns and not politics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I respect their decision. It's getting to a point, though, where we, we, can't, we can't act like this isn't all one thing. Mm-hmm. Like who's going to read your articles when Bloomberg gets into office? We're all deplatformed. Yeah. Who's going to no share? Place. Yeah, who's going to share going your, yeah, who's gonna share your articles? So, yeah. So, you know, if if you want to be making money from writing articles about which person got red flagged and killed by a SWAT team, then keep ignoring the politics mm-hmm. because that's what will happen. Yeah. You know, you're, we need your voice, too. Yeah. So Mark Gibbon, um, you know, and I know I'm ignoring people. I'll probably spend some time in the next 15 minutes that we have. Ask if you guys have questions, you can hit me with it now. I'll take Mark Gibbon's question here. Uh, or comment, and then I'll go to other people that um, have questions or comments. Mark Gibbons says, SB Tactical is doing the Lord's work on this. What does that mean? Oh, so we met with uh, some people from SB at uh, SHOT Show in Vegas. Uh, my dad was there with me. And uh, they uh, essentially, they they have a lot of attorneys. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're in front of ATF a lot. And mm-hmm. they, they, they're on our side. You know, they're very pro-Second Amendment mm-hmm. uh, organization, obviously. And, yeah. and they actually fight and they actually get it. And they okay. actually know what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's like, again, not naming names, but there are many AR companies. Mm-hmm. You know, many, it doesn't take much to be an AR manufacturer. You've got to do your paperwork. But you can essentially just be outsourcing the parts and buying them and building them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not you don't have to be a Remington, put it that way. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of smaller ones yeah. and they they probably don't get it either because <clears throat> mm-hmm. someone else did the hard work of dealing with ATF regulations so that you can make a design that's older than both of us that Eli Stoner, you know, invented back in, I think it was the 60s. Mm-hmm. 50, late 50s or early 60s, mm-hmm. um, you know, that you can manufacture and sell an AR-15 in America. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not that these people are trying to do anything wrong. 
you know, they, they probably just don't know the level of what's going on here. You know, maybe they've been, you know, had some Instagram trouble or whatever else. So it's, it's just important that we share how deep this goes, how bad it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think and, they're for, you know, uh, there's companies that aren't forward looking enough. Look, I had a conversation with Franklin Armory. I don't know if you saw that, but it's on YouTube. Didn't get a ton of uh, views or anything like that. Uh, but I had a conversation about this with the owner of Franklin Armory. And? Jay. And he talked what about happened? this stuff wide open. We, t- we had the discussions. He talked about it. you know. And there's a lot of companies that don't want to do that. So if people are really interested in that, you want to see. I think that's a forward-looking company like you're talking about, SB Tactical. I think there's the, I think the new – there's the old guard and the new guard. A lot of times yeah. the old guard – are like second, third generation people in that company. They don't even give a shit about Second Amendment. They just want to make some money and move on. The new guard really cares about this and cares whether or not their kids and their grandkids are going to have these things. And it's more, of of course, they want to make money, but it's more than that. I I have uh, a positive note to share on the old guard, new guard thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I have to start with the negative one. The negative thing is the new guard of the Democratic Party is like AOC, Mm-hmm. And, you know, Bernie, he's mm-hmm. very popular with young people, even though he's older than dirt. Right. Um, Socialism, is I guess, is hot again. Social. Yeah. Even though they don't not read history books. Well, mm-hmm. they read the first chapter. They said, mm-hmm. we take everything from the rich people. They went, yay. And they stopped reading. Yeah. They didn't read the part where when people died. think that Che was a hero. You got massive problems. Oh, uh, well, they literally they're just reading the first chapter. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, so the positive spin of AOC is. Uh, there's a guy, the guy that runs. Oh darn it! Who's the company that makes the the armor that has the uh, Hawaiian shirt logo on it? Hmm. I'm not sure. Someone, Someone will tell us in the comments yeah. right away. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. th- they're the owner's running for governor of Montana. Oh okay. And he's not like, AR. I don't think it's AR 500 or anything. Not like AR 500. They yeah. they pride themselves on having much shorter lead times than mm-hmm. AR 500. That's mm-hmm. sort of their shtick. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway. He's, he's, he's running AOC. for he's running for a political office. Yeah. Okay. He's super, uh, you know, super pro second amendment, super mm-hmm. you know, sanctuary state, sanctuary state, what, whatever, whatever it takes to get it done mm-hmm. that that is protective of our liberty. Mm-hmm. He's it. Okay. So I, I mean, I saw AOC talking the one day, mm-hmm. and I w- listened to, you know, wh- whether or not you're a huge Trump fan, Schiff is a massive liar that just makes things up because. I don't know if anybody else read the actual transcript. When Trump released it, I said, whoa, this dude doesn't release his tax returns. He doesn't release anything. I'm going to read it, right? Mm-hmm. Look, it's three pages. Read it. Uh, which transcript is this? Uh, the phone call they tried to impeach. Croatia. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Ukraine. 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 President yeah. of the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw Schiff get up there and make those lies, I was simultaneously angry and uh, a little bit uh, disinterested because – the, the, the very first day when he just got up with all the lies about, oh, he did this and he threatened to, to withhold and, you know, it's going to destroy their country and blah, blah, blah. It was literally a love fest. He called him and said, hey, congratulations on your win. Hey, congratulations on your win. You're great. You're great. You're great. Your country's yeah, great. Same, it sounds yeah. like you have some corrupt people. Maybe we can help get them out. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and it, it, yeah. It, it, he mentioned that thing from back in 2016. He didn't say open investigation. He said, can you find out what happened? And forward that information over to me and he says sure i'll send it to rudy giuliani blah 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 so it's like they took little bits and pieces of what were real and just added in a whole bunch of fake nonsense which is their go-to method that's what they do to gun owners pro second Amendment people you know mm-hmm. they they take one thing that's real and then just add in a whole bunch of bullshit that's not real mm-hmm. uh so you know they're just full of lies 
But anyway, what that I, I realized at the time that they're doing this, just saying this ridiculous stuff, that it's time for other people. I don't really want to do politics in my life ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope I can inspire some other people too. And this is the time to run for governor, Senate. Yeah. You Congress. don't have to matter. do if, – if you don't have the inclination to do it, you can still support the people. Well, if you know this person is yeah. the right person, yeah. But let me tell yeah. you, this is the time for these things. You will raise money nationally from mm-hmm. gun owners because we the NRA sucks. You know, there's a few other groups. But when we see a politician that's really on – if you're if – you're, what you're running on is let's repeal the NFA. Mm-hmm. Let's deregulate uh, suppressors. You know, let's uh, – I don't want to say eliminate background checks because that wouldn't be popular, but uh, let's eliminate the fee. Mm-hmm. You're going to force me to go through this. You shouldn't be able to charge me money. That's preposterous. You know, uh, let's eliminate uh, state income tax. Let's let's eliminate the federal Department of Education. Mm-hmm. You know, because people in in uh, Florida know how to teach kids. They don't need some dummy in D.C. taking money mm-hmm. to tell them how to teach kids. Mm-hmm. Let's just just run on that. Just mm-hmm. an extremely small government, libertarian, mm-hmm. pro-gun platform, mm-hmm. you know, do that. Because the other side has gone so far over that when people see you saying that stuff, they're going to say, he's not even in my state, and I'll send him money. Yeah, and, and, and Republicans me, are so confused. Bigger. Yeah. Like I said, the old we, don't need to, we don't need to have civil conversations. Mm-hmm. Say you want to repeal the NFA. You may not be able to do it when you get in, but as long as we know that's where your head is, you know, people are going to support you and, and the right good things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Let's go through and get some comments in here. Um, Len Holt says, I agree, a battle was lost. We can't lose the war. Brian Quick says, how many articulate gun guys can talk? Hop, it's, hop, it's hoplite armor. Hoplite, okay, hoplite. All right. Uh, Brian Quick says, how many true articulate gun guys can talk about it in a manner in which people are captivated? It's not many. That's true. Everyone wasn't, you know, listen, we're all born to do certain things. I think we just need to figure that out. We have this idea that, like everyone's equal or whatever. Not really. I think, you know, we should be equal under the law, but we all have different skills <laughs> and different abilities. Yeah, well, and we we're need not to equal that. like we're the same. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we have we have equal rights. Yeah. Uh, we're, not, we're not guaranteed equal outcomes. That's no, for damn absolutely right. not. Chris from Kentucky says Colt was the company that refused to talk about second Mossberg rep was glad to. Um the companies, let's see, Dreamweaver Man says the companies don't care because Trump raised the military budget and they don't want to rock the boat. Um, let's see, JP from Blue Rifle Society, he's uh, he's in. He's it's in late from work. Um, Len Holt says he's really looking forward to that CZ Pulse Rifle. Okay. Um, uh, Bricks wants to know, do you guys think it's worth emailing 2A companies to see where they stand on this stuff? Maybe some of them need to be treated like Dick's Sporting Goods, too. I wouldn't um, say abuse ooh, them, but definitely ask yeah, questions. Ask questions on their go social the media. I Sporting Goods route. Yeah. Um, but definitely feel not just, hey, were you aware of this? Can yeah. you get involved? Can you help? Yeah. I mean, if they're, they're not the enemy, let's not treat each other like the enemy. I think that goes against what Jonathan was saying. But I think I think it's rat- – look, they can't just keep but hearing it from me enemy, or you. But they are the enemy, Yeah. But I think if they keep hearing it from me or you, eventually people's eyes roll up into the back of their heads and they turn around when oh, they yeah. see you. But if they hear it from the customers out there, you know, in, in, right. in the right way, they'll go, oh, wow, there's people looking at this and they're paying attention. They want to know where we stand on this and at least starts the gears turning in their head. Harry's Holsters, uh, shout out to him. Um, uh, by the way, Harry does uh, sponsor the show here, so we appreciate that. And uh, if you use the code, I think it's Hank Strange, you can get 10% off at Harry's Holsters. I'm just, that's just a quick plug in there. Um, Bloomberg will be the nominee, Harry's Holsters says. I think he's going to waste a lot of money. 
if I'm, I'm, I, I can't tell you right now whether or not he's going to be the nominee, but he's definitely not going to become president. Uh, but he could spend a lot of money and get himself up on on that stage. I don't even really think ultimately he'll be the nominee, but we'll see. What do you, what do you think about that, Jonathan? On Bloomberg, um, it's hard to make political predictions with that party because I mean, mm-hmm. man, they I mean they they stole it from Bernie once. They're definitely trying to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's corruption, massive corruption yeah. in that uh, party, and they the one thing that they have total agreement on on the stage is they want to disarm Americans. So. Yeah. You know, um, I think they're trying to steal it from Bernie because they don't want to run an outright socialist against Trump. They would yeah, rather have a secret socialist. Yeah, the, the old guard of the Democratic Party. Yeah, they still not run things. Willing to give over the keys to the AOC, Bernie. Yeah, uh, and uh, who's the uh, the uh, demented librarian? What's her name? Pocahontas. Um, I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, they don't want to give it over to those. Folks. What is her name? I can't remember her name now. Warren. Warren. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Listen, I also think on that same note, I think that the Republican Party is defunct. I think that's what we saw in 2016. I think the Republican Party. Rough. Yeah. That, well, most of Trump's problems are not actually coming from Democrats. It's coming from the Republican Party. Well, he yeah, they had a lot of enemies when he came in, like Paul Ryan. Paul yeah. Ryan. Yeah. And I. I again, I try to work with our allies as much as I can. But when people call mm-hmm. him bitch McConnell, I can't completely disagree mm-hmm. because in the early days of the Trump administration with the uh, national carry and mm-hmm. hearing protection, those are two things we, you know, we all thought, hey, maybe we'll get this through mm-hmm. first hundred days, blah, blah, blah. And because we had the majority in both houses. Yeah. Initially, I had a lot of hope for Paul Ryan and then he just they, sorely Paul disappointed Ryan us. And Mitch McConnell were the ones that did us dirty on those two bills. Mm-hmm. Um And they were also the ones that were disseminating that message that all the politicians, Republicans, came back home and kept telling us, oh, just wait for the midterms. Nonsense. When 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 politicians are telling you to wait for the next time around when they're going to get elected, Mm. you are in big trouble. Yep. That's an indicator right there. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to try to skip through. uh, uh, Dream Weaver Man says California used to be a Republican state. The Dems uh, said we cannot win with these people, so we will import people from the third world and they will vote for us. Um, and, okay. Uh, Elfsters is the one that came up with the hoplite armor. That w- yeah, so I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Hoplite armor doesn't pay me anything. We, I mean, we, we are, mm-hmm. we're we going to pitch them. We've been talking to them. Mm-hmm. That's how I know he's running for mm-hmm. governor. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so I, I would gladly take their ad money if they decide to spend it, but they're not paying me. I'm saying support that company because he is a very outspoken pro Second Amendment guy. Right. He's definitely on our side. You know, so if if you find out that the a holster company or whatever isn't really ardently pro Second Amendment, maybe you don't they don't have to be your enemy, but you could spend your money with a yeah, different one that spend is. Spend it somewhere else, yeah. Yeah. Um Um So, you know, sort of create less enemies on this side of the, the battle line and you know, just sort of support and strengthen the people that are actually fighting real important battles. Yeah. Ask questions. Just ask questions. I think like Alan Gottlieb. Yeah. Say that again. SAF, Second Amendment Foundation. He's he's doing work for all of us. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's perfect. We won't ever make a mistake. But I mean he does some really good, really important stuff. Yeah. Harry's Holster says it honestly might be Bloomberg warned which could bring Bernie supporters back in. Uh, at the end, Democrats will vote Democrat. I think, uh, for the most part, for the most part, you might have you might have a big, um, just like you had in twenty sixteen. You might have a big pushback. Um, yeah. Night Train says Coleon is very eloquent and captivating. I think so. Um, F fourteen flyer. I think I knew who that is. I think that is yeah. Captain Bob. 
What's happening? Thanks for watching. What's the, who is that? What's the comment? Where do you see it? He just said, hey, Johnny. It's the most recent one. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if there's other things in here. Well, the one guy says people in the military, if they refuse to use weapons made by, you know, anti-gun uh, anti companies, that would be impossible mm -hmm. to ignore. And I mean, I don't want to say it's a bad idea, but I, I don't want to also, I don't want to ask people in the military to disobey a direct order. You yeah. know, that, that that's, they have a different burden. Yeah. Than, also, know, listen, when it comes stuff. down to it, fight. <laughs> you know, don't, we're not. Do you remember when, um, who was it, uh, Spikes Tactical made the Crusader? And basically the mm -hmm. whole spiel of the Crusader, which I did videos, I even I think I did a How It's Made on that Crusader, was that because it has the Christian cross on it, and it has this Bible verse that enemy combatants won't pick it up, um, listen, that's it's cute and everything, but the reality, fight. So if you're really in a fight for your life, you use whatever tools are in hand, man. These are just tools. It doesn't matter who made them, what the intention is, or anything like that. At the end of the day, survival is the intention. So... Um, yeah, I, that, that's what I think about that. So when you're, when you're a soldier out there serving, you use whatever tools are at hand, man, get the job done ultimately. And, and that's, and that's the fact here that, that it's an actual war. It's, it, we're in a battle every day Yeah, because there, there are people that are, they are hell bent on killing others. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, when you get into some extremist terrorist, whatever, yeah. hell, other people hell bent on disarming us, mm -hmm. take Bloomberg mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. actually that entire field, mm -hmm. literally everyone on that side. And when people are like, oh, Tulsi seems kind of cool on the bill, I'm like, she's just as anti-gun as the rest. Why would you why would you give her a break just because she's okay on one or two issues? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that that's the most important issue. Yeah. When yeah. Disarmed, it doesn't matter if you fix the VA. <laughs> right, right. I think the bottom line is here, because we hit the nine o'clock hour. I'm not saying we're just gonna drop right out here, but the bottom line is we're dealing with a situation here where, like you just said, disarm. They're literally disarming us on social media. That's the place where we converse, ex exchange ideas. And when they tell you that you can't do that, but someone else who's clearly violent, inciting violence and doing all kinds of bad things, um, those people are totally fine to do what they have to do. And you don't have the right to speak about something that's covered by the Second Amendment. I think uh, that might be an indication that your ass is on fire. Uh, good point. Um, I, I just saw a comment about the black vote, mm -hmm. and I figure we can help get your uh, the feedback because I'm okay. sure a lot of your viewers are white. Mm -hmm. If I had to guess, to be more white than black and mm -hmm. more male than female, if gun uh, my probably my knowledge of this uh, vertical is at all accurate. Mm -hmm. And like you said to me the other day when we were talking, um, black people will say stuff to you in the barbershop they won't say to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. So if you could impart uh, some of that wisdom of the, some knowledge you have from just you know conversations with other people, yeah. that you know have a, have a shared. Uh, I think in general, right? not just I think not just people of color, black people feel like what the media tells you that they feel is not exactly what they feel or everyone feels, right? Like what the media yeah. is saying or what certain representatives like Al Sharpton, who somehow, you know, becomes a representative for what I think. Um, when people say that, even when they say it about young people, I'm going to tell oh, you yeah. that no, that is very, very misleading for what young people actually think. So yes, in the barbershop, what people tell me, especially when it comes to the Second Amendment, lots of uh, black people tell me, yeah, I'm not giving up my guns for my cold, dead hands. Literally, what, that's not just a white guy thing. What about the next election? Do they yeah. do they hate Bloomberg and um, uh, Buttigieg more than they, and, and do they- do I think they a lot like of Trump? people would concede that life's good right now. 
Yeah. I think a lot of people out there would concede that life's good. And I think this is why so many people, that's why you notice even the media didn't let Pelosi get away with tearing up those papers. Because Even the media had to, had to come yes, in on that. Yeah, that's because a lot of people were like, what's going on here? Are things really this bad? Is this guy that really a bad guy? Like you just said, what, what they're accusing him of doing is nothing like what Nixon did um, with, uh, what, with, what is it? Watergate, where they literally were like tapping people's phones and, and going like breaking in and doing all of this kind of stuff and trying to strong arm people. That is not what happened, right? It's a, it's a hundred percent within the scope, I think, of someone being president. We're not talking about a dude who was getting slobby knobs in the white house. We're talking about someone seriously looking into corruption that happened and is still happening. Um, so I think that people out there, young people, black people, women, lots of people that people in the media are trying to tell you are not looking at these things. I think they're looking at things. I think we re- we're, we're not being bamboozled. And you're probably going to see that when we when we get well, up to the well, elections. And, and, and I don't want to state it like the black vote. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on a fake news channel and Donald Trump isn't going to get the black vote. It's not like it's one vote. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, but I it's, think so. It's a here's a lot of people. Yeah. But also here's um, the thing: they all make up their own mind. Right. But and in the, the important part is just since you get insights, you know, talking to other black people that we don't, mm-hmm. it it seems what you're saying. More people now in 2020 are are realizing the importance of the Second Amendment. That Trump is a better candidate than any of these socialist anti mm-hmm. you know, gun grabbers. So, than than they did in 16 because yeah. they they've one seen how bad the lies are right the news yeah and two had other conversations you know with with other people where they go hey life is pretty good boy the second amendment is important yeah and so it's not that the black vote it's that among black people in america more of them are starting to see issues uh and see the way the media lies yeah i think i think people are smarter than that i think in general people are smarter and when you're trying to force something down their throat as their opinion they're smart enough to see. Now, I'm just I'm not there's there may be people who, even though they see all these things, are still going to vote opposite of Trump. Right. Or they're going to vote Democratic because that's what they do. I think that's a thing that we could spend a lot of time talking about. Black community feels like they have to vote Democratic. It takes some time to get out of it. Uh, me included. When I first got my citizenship and all that, I thought that in my brain. And yeah. it took some time for me to process all of that and well, realize you were it was nonsense. Getting- inundated with messages from mm-hmm. fake news that oh well black people vote democrat then mm-hmm. here's why it, yeah. it's all a bunch of made up bullshit because yeah. you know black people are going to make up their minds like anyone else and yeah. there's no reason that they should ever think they should vote for one party yeah and five five years ago now we could be sitting here talking about two totally different political parties yeah and it still shouldn't matter what the color of your skin is for which i, I doubt it i mean mm-hmm. this democratic public nonsense has been gone on for mm-hmm. too long that it's hard to break the two-party nonsense but uh uh the other thing i was going to say I don't know, kind of blanking. We've been talking oh, okay. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're okay. Listen, we, we're going to wrap it up. I think ultimately we, we're going to be surprised. People are not as bamboozled as you think. People are making up their own minds and they can see what's going on. I think that's the thing. The thing here is that um, what that's the reason why there's forces out there that are even more um, – like feel the pressure even more to suppress or push down or completely deplatform people like us because if we keep talking like this and people keep listening to it it's going to start making sense to them and that's not what they want so i think that's what we're that's what we're up against here even kids realize that a lot of kids nowadays are not as super liberal and all the way because most of us 
are like, you know, there's things on the fringe and there's special interests and hey, I'm fine with that. But most of us, we're all in the middle. You know, I'm going to say something that's slightly controversial, Mm -hmm. but the we had an eight year period where Barack Obama was in the White House Mm -hmm. and the media would say anything uh, accurate or inaccurate to make him look good. Mm -hmm. That was the that was the arrangement, implicit Mm -hmm. or explicit. I I don't know if, you know, I wasn't privy to any of those conversations, but they they wouldn't literally never criticize him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he drone striked a U.S. citizen with no trial. They didn't arrest Mm -hmm. him. They just killed him. Yeah. They didn't really didn't really give him a hard time at all. You know handful of people, Rand Paul and a few others yeah. said something. Well, anyway. I mean, I can't argue that, man. Look, we're talking about this impeachment and how, like, this wasn't an impeachable offense by any yeah. shadow of a doubt. I mean, Obama was the president when we discovered, you know, under his presidency, it wasn't like he just came in, you know, for several years, he was the president. And we were literally sending guns to Mexico, thousands of guns to Mexico. You yeah, know, the ATF was approving guns going to Mexico. And those guns killed tens of thousands of people in Mexico continue to kill people, killed Americans, and we allowed that, and it was under a president who is anti-gun and screaming from the hills that they were going to do something about guns. There was no impeachment. There was no, there was no nothing. All of that's been suppressed to this day. I mean, that, you know, that, that that is definitely a crime. That is definitely a crime. uh, My, my point was you were talking about the younger people. Mm -hmm. Um, When Obama was in office, the and this is the controversial part. Mm-hmm. The the education system was very pro Obama mm-hmm. in the news too, mm-hmm. because I think part of the reason the fake news does what they do is they know that people that aren't that smart, and that's a lot of people that are in education, mm-hmm. a lot of professors, a lot of everything else. Trust me, mm-hmm. you know I I went all the way through undergrad and all the way through law school. I I mm-hmm. met a lot, and they're not all smart people. Mm-hmm. Um, they think that if you read the newspaper. Or watch – they think reading the newspaper is super smart. Watching news is kind of smart because it's better than watching you know, comedy shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. They think that if they keep repeating that stuff, then other people will think, oh, you're smart. Wow, you're involved. You're engaged. Mm-hmm. So we had a, a t- eight years of kids going through college mm-hmm. and that was who – that was the primary – we know how liberal college professors are. Mm-hmm. So they're just un, not questioning because there, there was no other side unless you were listening to conservative talk radio or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of the media. But now – you have Trump tweeting. You have Trump calling out their lies. Um, you have really – Fox News isn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. They they really could do a lot better on Second Amendment stuff. you know. But they're better than CNN, MSNBC, all that crap. Um, we're, we're seeing other voices. And the internet, that's, it is the real reason they're trying to express this. This is actually dovetail kind of nicely the whole way around. Mm-hmm. That is why they're coming after us so hard because when – Young kids who, in my experience, kids kids born uh, that that turned – how do I say this? Guys I've met, like younger guys at car shows and stuff locally that are just below that, that Obama indoctrination period, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. like uh, they're just a little too young for that to have hit them, you know? Yeah. They, I think they, like my kids, internet, my kids are 19 and 20 and, uh, or yeah. actually 20 and mm-hmm. going on 20 and 21. They, they can see the bamboozling. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say under open. under yeah. twenty five, mm-hmm. you've had the internet, you've looked around. So unless you just sit there, <clears throat> like a dumbass, and you know watch Comedy Central uh, propaganda artists that call themselves comedians that aren't even funny, and CNN and everything, unless you sit there and do that and create your own little echo chamber, mm-hmm. if you just open your eyes, you're you you see it. The proof and of it, the, they know how dangerous that is. Yeah, the proof of it is this: look at Birds of Prey. That movie, I mean, I, I guess it was number one, but it did thirty three. 
did 33 million, right? Um, <laughs> so Bad Boys 3, which I still haven't seen. I need to go see that. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, I need I'll to go see, see it. it. Yeah. Especially because Will Smith is on with his firearms uh, safety stuff. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you need to go see it and we should come back because I did a, oh, uh, I did a Bad Boys 3 episode of, with this podcast. Um, before it came out. So I need to get a bunch of people to go see it and then come back on the podcast. We'll talk about it. But Bad Boys 3 was number two. Okay, they did terribly. That movie is going to lose a lot of money. And it's because the the people, the way they marketed that movie was with social SJW stuff. And kids in that category that you're talking about, that is a bad word to them. And this is what they've done to the special interests. They've done like a massive disservice to, Are to, you saying to people Bad Boys in that category. finished behind it in the award ceremony? No, Bad Boys finished behind it at the movies, at the box office. How is that possible? Because the movie, like, okay, so Birds of Prey did $33 million, but compared to whatever it made, it was still a failure, and Bad Boys 3 is still up there making money, right? So they're at number two. And if you if you Google the news, you'll see that people are like, hey, this is a massive failure. It's a massive failure uh, because kids see through it as a SJW movie. Right. Um, so when I you push say, that, when you push that on people, they'll go screw it. I'm not. I'm that's not when they say uh, statistics don't lie; statisticians do. Yeah. And in this case, news people do. Yeah. Because we see that same thing. Uh, I think we talked about this. I remember uh, Chappelle puts mm-hmm. up this thing where he says something vaguely pro Second Amendment. He mm-hmm. says, you know, the First Amendment. He says, let everybody relax. You know, the First Amendment is is good you know it's we, we should enjoy it he said the second moment's the case the first moment doesn't work out yeah absolutely and he had that line he had that line i don't particularly like guns i own several yes um he, he definitely yeah. doesn't come out being anti-second amendment um but the, but the really important part the point of it is he's a little bit like ricky gervais mm-hmm. like he goes after some of the real hypocrisy on that side of it where he you know he says these miserable sons of bitches man all they want to ruin your day and save everything mm-hmm. terrible and then he goes who am i talking about you the audience, yeah. you know, because it's like this mob, the internet mob that gets mad and tries to ruin people's careers. And uh, at the same time, anyway, he is, you know, I, I agree with you on that. He is well, campaigning but, for Buttigieg. But the point was yeah. uh, of that particular. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can't speak to his broader political yeah. stuff at all. But mm-hmm. um, I would go see his stand up comedy, though. Absolutely. Even if it was with, even if it was a free if it was a free concert for a candidate I didn't like, I wouldn't go see Jay-Z or Beyonce when they're trying to cheer on Hillary. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. He put his comment, his special out when it was the critic score, it got hammered. Mm-hmm. It was like 2%, 5%, 0%, whatever. It mm-hmm. was horrible, horrible. Yeah, but the people then spoke on that. It was like a 98% or something. With mm-hmm. it. I don't remember. Any, it doesn't matter the exact number. It mm-hmm. got uh, shredded by critics, and people loved it, thought mm-hmm. it was great. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're dealing with all the time. So anyway – just because something is the law right now, just because something's happening right now, you're going to be platformed. You can't, you can't send a link to your friend about something you found on arms list in Facebook Messenger. Just because that's real today doesn't mean it will stay real. Right. Absolutely. So, so let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. I think you as a lawyer, man, we're going to come back to that. You need to you need to start taking some action here. We'll support you any way that we can. Start going to just yeah, let's, let's get dinners let's, and lunches with other attorneys. Yeah, let's do something about this and not just make it a conversation. Actually turn it into some kind of action. If I could do something to help you, I will. If I, could, if I need to talk to all the folks that think the same way and get them behind arms list, let's do it. If you need to come back on here more... Constantly, in order to uh, 
you know, keep kicking us in the butt to do it. Let's do it. Tell the folks before we get out of here exactly how they could uh, support you, stay in contact with you, follow you, uh, you know. Uh, we, we currently have Instagram. If you go to armslist.com and the two easiest, you just go to my, <clears throat> go to the website, go to armslist.com. If you create an account on armslist.com, uh, we'll have your email. And if you opt in, we'll, we'll send newsletters. We talk about this stuff. Um, so that's a good way. Uh, in the footer of Arms List website, on every page is a link to the Arms List Legal Defense Fund. That's what we use to help uh, defray uh, some of the costs of the lawsuits that we continually face from the uh, that are that are funded per- primarily by the Brady campaign. Um, so th- those are two two good ways. And then you know just check the Arms List homepage when when you're uh, browsing around because we we'll put articles and new stuff on there too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and uh, for my part, I, I want to thank you for coming on here and uh, taking all this time to you know break this stuff down to us, explain it to us. Uh, I appreciate that. I think it was a great conversation. I'd like to see yep. you come back on. We'll talk about more stuff. If you guys want to support us, go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list, find out about all the different things we're doing on there. That's really the best way. That's the thing that we own, and that's our way of uh, communicating with you. So do that. Uh, thanks to Walther for uh, sponsoring the podcast here and letting me say what I got to say. I you know I definitely appreciate that. Thanks to all the folks out there that stuck with us into we're running into overtime like seventeen minutes <laughs> into overtime. I appreciate that, including I don't know Lola might have left already. I have no idea, but I uh, really appreciate you, Jonathan, coming in from Arms List. Um, I think more folks need to pay attention to what's happening to you. Uh, hopefully, we do something to highlight that here. Well, thank you for having me on. And uh, while we're still allowed to do this on the internet, I can yeah, absolutely. make my fingers into a gun. Pew, 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 all the way out. Okay, we are out of here, guys. Right. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much. Any final words, Jonathan, before I press the button? Uh, stay strapped or get clapped, I think. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There's, a, there's an injection you can get for that. All right, we're out of here. Peace.